0: Yee-haw, ladies and gentlemen! It's the CES wrap up with Young Jamie. Hey, hey! So uh, you decided to go to the Consumer Electronics Show, this big gigantic expo that they have in Vegas every year. It's like the show for new computer gadgetry,
1: yeah, everything, and like anything you'd see at like a Fry's or Best Buy, from all the way down to anything that'd be in a car, anything in a kitchen, anything in a bedroom. Anything consumer electronics, basically.
0: So the show is essentially everything that's coming out, all all the stuff that's on its way out?
1: Uh, Things that have just been announced, I think, and then I think most of the stuff that's supposed to be coming out for sale this year.
0: Okay, so some of it is—we were just about to get into it, but we were like, God, you got to save it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You were saying that some of it, you think they're kind of bullshitting?
1: I saw a lot of things that I just—they might not be ready or they're prototypes. And just like at a car show, too, there are some things that are just showing you, like, this is what we can do right now. This isn't even mm. what's going to be available. This is what we can do. Maybe if there's a lot of interest, we'll make it. For instance, there was this a really cool laptop uh, that has three screens on it now. So it's a gaming <laughs> laptop that you can get some sort of crazy— but they were just prototypes, too. And two of them just got stolen last night or two days ago. No. After the event. So they're trying to get them taken back. No. So, they uh, stole prototypes? Yeah, I don't know how that could have even happened.
0: Oh, how gross. Yeah. How gross to think that some nerds are thieves. I know. Right? Wouldn't you like to think that, like, whoever you uh, like, whoever you have to be to be an innovator in technology and electronics, you would have to be some super fucking smart guy. You would think you just leave every room open with people like that wouldn't I mean, you like to think that
1: i would yeah for sure you'd like to yeah but it's a cunning world i'd come know, it. but i
0: mean that's fucking crazy you know what's dude I'm, I'm balls deep into house of cards right now mm-hmm. first season apparently i didn't know there's so many seasons it started in 2012
1: yeah 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 There's three three seasons i think that's it i think so yeah
0: so did they uh take a long time to make a season
1: yeah for sure i mean i think they completed it and then they shot the whole thing Then wrote it again, so there's a little... Fuck.
0: It's a good goddamn show, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to
1: spoiler alert you anything. Don't you dare.
0: You son of a... How many episodes are there, do you think?
1: It's probably 11 or 12 in each one, so 35-ish, 36. Goddamn, it's a good show. That
0: Kevin Spacey's a motherfucker.
1: Mm -hmm. Woo! Yeah, ups and downs. Oh, don't you tell me nothing.
0: Don't you tell me nothing. It's the dumbest shit ever is discussing a show. Um, you know, like today in, in this day and age, it's not like you could talk about Lost because it was just on the air. You know, when we were watching Lost, that's how recent this DVR thing and this streaming thing has become. Mm-hmm. When we were watching Lost, that wasn't that long ago, man. And everybody waited until it came on the next week, and you could DVR it, but you didn't. You didn't binge watch.
1: Wasn't there even that uh, they even did things weird where they would show like three episodes and then take a four week break and then to show two more and then take another break? Do you remember how that would work? And then I think the writers' strike happened in the middle of it too, so there was a longer. I think there was a little I, gap too.
0: I think I came into Lost. I think I got the DVD of like the second, the like when the second season was out of the first season. I think that's how I got gotcha. into it. I kind of trying to remember now. I really enjoyed it up until the end, but I'll never forget this one moment. There was this one moment where they were all standing around this pond Mm -hmm. and it was like some pond that like brings you back to life or some shit like that. And they were like, I don't remember what the scene was, but it was something insane. And they're sitting there with their arms crossed, like waiting for their turn to talk. Like the scene was so flat and fake I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys are in front of a magical lake right now. You're not freaking out. Like, this is this is how you respond. You're just standing there with your arms crossed, like, yep, just another magic lake. Whatever the fuck it was. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it anymore. Plus, they killed Charlie. Uh, Once they killed Charlie, I was super not Penny's out. boat.
1: That was such a sad day. <laughs> that was such, I was really, that's probably the best episode of the whole show. That, God. That whole they tied everything together at that. that. What was a, really a
0: good great show that was. Up until the end. At yeah. the end, I was like, he's like, okay, we're good. This just happens with the shows, right? It's like relationships sometimes. Just yeah. like, hey, okay, it was great in the beginning. <laughs> <sighs> enough. Yeah. Enough fucking zombies. Enough this. Enough ogres. Enough that.
1: That's kind of how I am with Game of Thrones. No offense to those. How dare you? Well, it's enough of the dragons don't shut your
0: mouth (laughs) that's the one i haven't lost any enthusiasm for but i gotta tell you westworld was so good i got sucked in so quick and i and the possibilities are so fascinating because they're they're timeline jumping and it's just it's really interesting to me
1: it's kind of they didn't they i they weren't up for many Golden Globes on that, but HBO didn't win anything, and I only remember seeing one or two Westworld people even up for anything. It's kind of shitty.
0: How? Maybe they know. missed the Such nomination date? I
1: don't know. How could you not nominate that show? That was awesome.
0: Fuck, that show was good. That's crazy. <sighs> well, it just shows you, if that is the case, maybe it's just there's a lot of other shows that are even more awesome that we're just not aware of yet. This seems like the golden age for TV shows. It really does.
1: Yeah, the show that won I hadn't heard is called The Night Manager. That won uh, uh, Hugh Laurie, who used to be House. He won an award for that. And the other guy, Tom Hiddleston, won another award.
0: Somebody was just telling me about that. It was like Some... a
1: short six, seven episodes, I think.
0: It's a Netflix thing, right?
1: I don't. It might be on Netflix now, but oh. I think it was on something else to, originally.
0: See, this is amazing time for television. Think about all the great shows. I haven't seen the OA yet, but I keep hearing that's amazing. Oh, I've
1: heard that's good, too.
0: It's supposed to be. Uh, I don't want to even want to say what it's supposed to be. You're like you're not even supposed to know too much about it before you watch it. That's like the best way to do these.
1: It's for sure, a good way to go.
0: Like Stranger Things. I didn't know shit about Stranger Things until I jumped in. Didn't know a goddamn thing.
1: I still haven't hit play on it yet.
0: Fuck, it's good, dude. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Don't let, don't let red band steer you wrong. <laughs>
1: It's like it. some things just seep. You just see a tweet sometimes, it just seeps in your head. I don't know what it is about the day you see it or the timing. Mm-hmm. You're just like, "Fuck that show." Sometimes. <laughs> you're just like, "I've never seen it. I don't care. It probably would have been awesome if you, if you hit play, but something somebody says just it's the first thing you heard about it, and now you're fucked. Yeah. And then you're like, "Well, sometimes you watch it and you're surprised.
0: But, yeah.
1: Um, I don't even know how often that happens when you're surprised on something you see."
0: It's so hard to tell because people's tastes vary so much. It's almost like they're watching something different than you. And who you are, like as a person, your life experiences and what that show means to you when you're watching it. It's so different for all of us. Like for each one of us is different. That's what's weird about television. It's what's weird about books and music and comedy and pretty much everything. It's we. There's not one universal awesome thing. There's some shit that like everybody goes. Goddamn, it's good. No matter what you like, like Michael Jackson in his prime. You know, I remember there was this radio station in Boston. Uh, it was. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it was WBCN. It was either WBCN or WCOZ. Those are like the two rock stations. COZ was a little harder. If you are a COZ person, you were like a little bit more into like Metallica, a little a little harder. COZ. Yeah, and BCN, I'm pretty sure it's BCN. They played a Michael Jackson song. And that was back when DJs could just play music, you know? Yeah. It was a different world. They could just play whatever they wanted to. They could just like as if you were a DJ right now and you had a bunch of records and you had an internet radio station if they let you do it. I don't think you can, but if they did let you do it, you just play those records. And play whatever the fuck you want. That doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist. So this dude, I wish I could remember who it was. Just uh, started playing uh, this Michael Jackson song because I don't care what you like. This is great music.
1: You don't remember the song though. Pretty
0: sure it was Billie Jean. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Billie Jean. Cause um, that wasn't that all off a of Thriller. Was Ooh. Billie Jean on Thriller too? It's hard, I think, for people today because there's so many superstars. There's so many different venues. I mean, there's people that are superstars just from the Internet.
1: Yeah, it was on Thriller.
0: Yeah. It's hard for people, I think, today. I think there's a much, much larger number of celebrities and of super celebrities. You know, of Beyonces and Jay-Zs and Kanye Wests. There's so many of those now that it it kind of... um, we we don't I don't think we can appreciate today what it was like when Michael Jackson was in his heyday, because there was like he there was one it was one guy, it was one guy that just boom. There was no one like Michael Jackson, one guy who had so much impact on the culture. People were wearing those stupid jackets everywhere and dancing that way. I mean, Corey Feldman, remember Corey Feldman and Corey Haim? The two of them would go out, and they were buddies with Michael Jackson, so they would dress like him. I mean, it was a serious trend, man. People wanted to—there uh, was that trend, and there was the other one with the hat, smooth criminal. There was a little bit of that.
1: Did people wear one glove? Was that a? Oh like fuck a, yeah,
0: yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah, it's hard. It's, I think it's hard for us to appreciate how crazy that was with no internet, just television stations and radio stations, and much less people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's even weirder. It's a. What do we have? Like a hundred million more people than when I was a kid. Like, what was the, what was the, uh, find out what the population was in 1980 in the United States, because that would have been when I was like 13, because I was in high school in 81 to 226.5 million, dude, there's a hundred million more people here now, 100 million more people here than when I was a kid. That's fucking bananas. Wow. That's an insane number. I mean, that's really hard to imagine. It's really hard to imagine. You stop and think about what that means for another 30 or 40 years. If it's going to go up another 100 million, where are we going to put all these fucking people? I mean... They say that it peaks off, though, um, when cities and countries start doing better because then they start having less children because they, um, their economic situation turns up and then a lot of women get careers and they're more reluctant to give up those careers to have children and they have less children when they do have children. And so they think that if you looked at like the trends towards urbanization – there could potentially be a time in the future where we worried about a decline in population, like a natural decline. But that sounds like horseshit to me.
1: I've heard that too. I feel like does that sound I heard, like horseshit? It, I feel like I've heard it that it's happening now. That it's not that we've almost not peaked, but it's. It's on a decline in some places, for sure, I think I've read.
0: I think people are just moving out of those spots and coming here. I think, that, I think it's crazy. It's obvious there's more people now than ever. It's a trend. It's a hundred million trend in you know the last, whatever it was, 30-plus years.
1: I wish I was trying to pull it up right now. I just saw a, an article yesterday, maybe, about how many houses are needed in Los Angeles to keep up with the housing required. It's like 100,000 houses a year. What? Yeah.
0: They have to build 100,000 houses a year?
1: Yeah, and that's, like, that's silly.
0: Oh, my God, that's insane.
1: Because there's no room.
0: I did this thing before my Showtime special in 2005 where I was comparing, like, mountains and lakes and rivers to what you see when you see a city, how it looks like a growth. And then it's like a lot of other growths. Like even if you burn it, like you got to burn it all off. Otherwise, it just comes back and it gets bigger and stronger. And if you could look at it as something, if you were outside of our understandings and our, our knowledge of what cities are and people and languages and communities and cultures, and if you could look past all that, you'd look at these things that are growing on this planet. You'd look at this concrete Weird fucking growth, and when you break it down, if that's a real number, if we need a hundred thousand houses a year,
1: I saw this picture. uh This was on Reddit yesterday or the other day. This is a sixty square foot flat. It says in Hong Kong, I believe. Oh my god! Yeah, this is. It's basically people. I look, I don't know how many. This is two people living in here. It looks like at least two. This is like a closet, and it's a tiny closet.
0: Everything's way. in there. The tiny little refrigerator, tiny little sink. This is crazy. Yeah.
1: They're sleeping on bunk beds.
0: Yeah. It's just this is not good for people. Yeah. Why why would people choose to do like if you if you weren't a person and you were looking at this, you'd be like, why don't they spread out? Why don't they spread out? What are they doing to themselves? Do they like it like this? Do they have to be
1: there? Family that keeps them there? In the city? Or like from keeping from moving I've never city. been to Hong
0: Kong so we could only speculate yeah. but I think the population in Hong Kong is fucking bananas true. right there's just too many fucking people I I don't know man it's just it weirds me out when you when you look at people like a mathematical thing don't just look at them like you know hey that's my friend Jamie you know hey that's this guy and I know that guy oh that guy's cool instead of that just look at it like math let just look at the sheer volume then And watch it as it multiplies And continues to multiply And that one multiplies And it keeps going and going And then the people move here and multiply And it's all multiplication You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. we're not planning this out at all <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just stacking up fucking houses I, I mean, it's going to get to a point Where there's nothing else but houses uh, if, we, if we keep going I I don't understand why people think that that's totally sustainable. By the way, it's coming from someone with three kids, so I should probably shut the fuck up.
1: Did you uh have you have you gotten further in the Black Mirror yet?
0: No, just two episodes. I just did two. Mm. I will go. I will watch more. Okay. I, wa- I but I really enjoyed the memory one. Yep. That was the one you kept telling me yep. to see. Yep, yep.
1: They're they, all they're all really good.
0: Well, they had an awesome take on it too. The the um. I don't want to spoiler alert anybody, but they um, they were able to record their memories, and that's what we we've been talking about that for years. That, and I think you know, I think a lot of people have been talking about that because it's it's a pretty obvious transition between being able to record memories with your phone, which is essentially that's what a phone does. You know, when you're taking photos and videos and stuff from your phone, you're recording memories. And how long before it's somewhere where you can play it on your brain? Like you can see it in your head, and you know we 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 think that I would, I would I would love to see if there is a a way that they can even take photos that way because I know they can transfer images, they can transfer like an image into someone's mind now. They can tra- like very like simple thing, like a triangle, and you see a triangle. Isn't that isn't that the latest?
1: S- sort of. I mean, it's still the, uh, I, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, the and there world was world one where they were able to transmit a word through the internet, right? right.
1: Yep. That was like more like a one and zero thing. It was like an on or off, like are you feeling mm-hmm. it or are you not kind of thing. That's, That's thing. what it was? I think.
0: I thought it was an yeah. actual they word. They might
1: have gotten to what a word was spelled out. They might have spelled out the word.
0: I don't think it was a spelled out thing. I, I, w- I wish I could remember the uh, explanation they gave for it. But I think it was like what that word represents. You know, like so the intent of that word. Mm-hmm. And like so the person on the other side like knew the word like no or knew the word not or whatever the word
1: was. It says they were able to send the words Ola and Chow from India to ah. France, and subjects solve messages of flashes of light in the peripheral vision.
0: The results described as remarkable step in human communication. Woo. That is Fucking crazy! They're sending messages through the internet. They were able to send the words. Scroll up a little bit back where they were. They were able to send the words "Olan Chow" from a location in India to a location in France. Transmitted signals directly. Wow! Look, this is nuts. It's just hard to imagine how far that could go. You know, if they can do that now. What I've been thinking, it sounds like total bananas, but I've really been thinking a lot about it lately, is that, you know, the Internet kind of allows everybody to communicate together. You know, you can have your Twitter account and your Facebook and all that jazz. I feel like what's going to happen with this kind of technology and this sort of hive mind technology is if they can transmit signals from one person to another person, through the brain with with this technology this is real similar to like when they first started putting things on message boards in the internet and bulletin boards and like someone would put it up and then you'd have to check it and that was like the only method of communication like my friend Andrews talked to me about that a lot he was on in the uh, really early days of the internet and those these bulletin boards were like really primitive and this is like one of the first things that people had devised to communicate with online. But now here we are twenty years later and it's fucking you're streaming live on Instagram and you're doing Facebook live and you know, people are taking pictures instantaneously uploading them and they're gonna they're gonna be able to some way some way or another allow us to interface with our brains the same way we interfaced using these phones and using computers.
1: I was just, a, if that happens, would, uh, I mean, I don't know how this worked. This obviously was a two-way communication. They're both uh, wanting it to happen. In this scenario you're bringing up, like, what if uh, you sent me a message I didn't want, I w- or I didn't want to have right then, I didn't want right now, I'm busy, I'm doing something else. Yeah. Or are you just blasting me with this message, like, hey, 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 yeah. wake, wake up. And I'm like, I'm asleep, or who knows what's going on. Or I'm getting ten messages from all, or I'm getting spam messages from outside too, because there's gonna be a way to turn it off.
0: Well, I, I mean, we're we're probably gonna be able to opt out of it, but how many people are gonna opt out of it? Like, and even if you do, maybe you could turn it off, like airplane mode, you know, just like you do with your phone at night. If you're uh, watching a TV show or something, I think that if you're, if you're really gonna keep going with this, and it seems like they're gonna. I mean, if they're doing things like this, it's not going to stop right there. It's not going to, well, we did it. That's awesome. Let's just leave it there. No, they have these new batteries. Have you seen these new fucking batteries that uh, they're powering with nuclear waste? No. Yeah, they last for like 5,000 years.
1: (laughs) I did see that Tesla's uh, (laughs) factory got turned on and they started making batteries. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was something about batteries being made with nuclear waste Um, diamond battery made from nuclear waste can last more than 5,000 years (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah put that in a cell phone and put it right next to your dick that shouldn't hurt it at all because radioactive source is encased safely within the diamond, the hardest known substance it would be safe to use, say the researchers. Fuck those guys. They're going to open up a portal of hell. Those are those guys from Half-Life. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you. You're going to put what? And you know the chicks are going to want a goddamn nuclear diamond. You know those really super fucking high-maintenance chicks? They're all going to want nuclear diamonds. Like a regular diamond is not going to be good enough. That's going to be the next... Top-level shit is a diamond with nuclear waste inside of it.
1: Did you see this? Uh, cremation diamonds.
0: People are being cremated and turned into diamonds? Yeah. Wonderful.
1: So, wouldn't <laughs> what are, are those two things possibly related?
0: It's, cremation's oh, it's nuclear weird. Nuclear waste, nuclear waste. We're probably fucking over nature by being cremated. We really are. We're probably fucking over nature also with uh, formaldehyde. You know, I mean, there's like that's probably one of the disconnects that we have with nature. Like we don't absorb into it anymore. We don't we don't we we don't just bury our dead and then let the body do its natural decomposing process and then become a part of the the natural ecosystem. No, we've completely removed ourselves from it. We take the body, we drain all the shit out of it. We fill it up with chemicals we spray paint it. It's weird, man. Have you seen a body like that's about to be buried?
1: Uh, Not for a while, but yeah.
0: My grandpa freaked me out because I was like, wow, he's not there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is weird. It didn't – it wasn't – there was nothing good about it. There was nothing good about being there. Like, that – it was – I don't want to use the words grotesque, but there, there's something – Severely damaged about the idea behind it. It was like, oh, my, I felt like I was watching some crazy ritualistic shit, you know, that was like reenacted from the primitive days of early man. I mean, looking down at this spray painted shell of a human, it's just, it's bizarre, man. Like, you could tell that's not, he's not really there. What is this?
1: These are different funerals.
0: What does it say, Puerto Rican gangster? Puerto Rico gangster propped up playing dominoes at his funeral. Oh, God.
1: This guy's dressed up as a superhero.
0: Oh, my God. This guy's in a car? Jesus Christ. This is crazy.
1: I've seen they've had like different. This guy's here's a boxer.
0: Oh, my God. He's a boxer, so they put him in his warm up suit and they put him in the corner of a ring. Jesus Christ, this is crazy. He's got sunglasses on. Why would you have sunglasses when you're right about to fight? Want to see a crazy fucking picture? That guy, Joseph Smith Jr., who just knocked I out saw, Bernard Hopkins. Yeah. First day on the job since uh, he won the world title. And he's got a photo of himself. Was it on his, right? Uh, jo- Joe Smith Jr., Mm. I saw it he's got two He's got two Instagrams I don't know where I saw it Maybe Schaub had it up yeah. yeah, there it is Look at that Joe Smith's first day in the job since he won I mean <laughs> 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 This guy just knocked out Bernard Hopkins And he has a construction worker job That's crazy <laughs> It's insane That's insane Hey dude, quit that job
1: As I say, do you think at this point he needs to do that?
0: I don't know how much he got paid. You know, he might just be a. Maybe he doesn't um, have
1: another fight lined up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone just assumes that if someone's a world champion, that they're rich, Mm -hmm. but it's not really the case. You have to be a famous world champion. The real the money. I mean, the money's in promotion. The money is in you know a guy like Oscar De La Hoya in his prime. He was a like a teen idol. And also an amazing boxer, Olympic gold medalist. Like, that kind of guy sold tickets. Floyd Mayweather sells tickets. Manny Pacquiao sells tickets. Now Joe Smith Jr., his next fight will probably make a lot of money. You know, this was an opportunity for him, and he capitalized on it, and he knocked out one of the greatest of all time. But it was, it's just weird to see him working. Yeah. You know? Um. That fight was fucked, though.
1: I know. What round did that happen in? Like the fourth? Or? Fourth or
0: the fifth? I don't remember. But uh, he, had, he had been getting to Bernard Hopkins, and it looked like one of those classic fights where uh, the old veteran just has lost his step. You know, he was getting to Bernard Hopkins. He, he tagged him with some big shots. And then when he got him in the corner and just unloaded those shots on him, and then Bernard fell back on his head, I was like, God, this is just so fucked up. It's such a fucked up way. To end an amazing career, but that is just what that sport does does what that sport does. There's no getting around that if you're a fifty one year old man and you're trying to fight one of the best young lions in the game, especially he's not on p e d s or anything he's not on any i don't i mean I don't think he is he might be. I doubt it. He seems like just a super disciplined guy, and his body sort of reflects that. He doesn't quite have the same body that he had when he was younger, but he still looks very fit. Like, when he was younger, he was a a savage. I mean, when he beat, like, Felix Trinidad, nobody gave him a chance. Everybody thought he was done. They thought he was old. Felix Trinidad was going to fuck him up. And he went on to fight for, like, 13 more years. (laughs) Yeah, man, he fucked up Kelly Pavlik. They thought he was old then. He went to fight Kelly Pavlik, and everybody's like, oh, this is going to be a bad fight for Bernard Hopkins. You know, he's, you know, I think he was like 39 or something like that. I forget how old he was. I can't remember that. Might have been a little old, younger than that. Anyway, he fucked up Kelly Pavlik. No, he was in his 40s. <sighs> Find out how old Bernard Hopkins was when he fought Kelly Pavlik. That
1: was after Pavlik had already become the champ, right?
0: Yeah. I want to say, he had, Pavlik had beaten Jermaine Taylor, right? And I think, man, Hopkins might have been forty years old at the time. Because it's just, you stop and think about boxers in the past. There was a few guys like Archie Moore, was, George Foreman.
1: He was forty-three, and wow. Pavlik was twenty-six. That's crazy.
0: And almost 10 years later, he's trying to still do that with these murderous white men. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Kelly Pavlik was a murderous white dude, too. Murderous puncher. And then this uh, Joe Smith Jr. is a ferocious puncher. Oh, he's just a killer. Bernard Hopkins, like, you got to, one thing you got to give the guy, as amazing as his career's been, even at the very last fight, he takes the toughest fight he can find, or one of the toughest ones. Just a real young, dangerous kid. But it's just, even though, like, we've seen it happen with Sugary Leonard. We saw it. I mean, remember when Sugary Leonard got beat up by Hector Camacho? He just stayed in too long. And Hector Camacho just beat the shit out of him. And it's like, wow, this is weird to watch. And he had Billy Blanks in his corner. Billy Blanks was teaching him Taibo. He <laughs> did. He had Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks was a karate champion, too. He was a yoke dude. And, you know, knows a lot about fitness. But apparently Sugar Ray had something fucked up with his calf. Like he pulled a muscle in his calf. And then he got had to get a cortisone shot before the fight. He had a, like a little bit of a limp, I remember. But Hector Camacho fucked him up. But the really scary one was Terry Norris. When Terry Norris beat up Sugar Ray Leonard. Do you remember that? Nope. Terry Norris Jr. Does Terry Norris... He put a beating on a lot of dudes. He was a scary kid. When he was at his best, Terry Norris was like lightning. Yeah, this is when Terry Norris was, you know, world class, and he was just a step faster than Sugar Ray. And you could see he's getting to him. Terry Norris, he had been... Knocked out a few times himself too, man. He he got into wars. One of the exciting things about Norris was that he would he would get hit, he would get in front of guys, and he would, you know, really take some risks. It's one of the reasons why he was uh, so fun to watch. But yeah, this is just. I don't even remember exactly how this fight ends, but I'm pretty sure Terry stopped him.
1: Yeah, so I think this is the whole round. Let's
0: see how it's oh, this coming. is just round seven.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a highlighter.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, there's Sugar Ray got knocked down. Yeah, see, when you see shit like that, like, whoa. See him get up staggered. We've seen this so many times. It shouldn't shouldn't be weird at all. Oh, what a good time for the internet to freeze. (laughs) It shouldn't be uh, confusing to us. But it's just some—it's this story that repeats itself over and over and over again. It doesn't seem like anybody ever learns their lesson. There's a few guys that get out on top. Like, if I, I really do hope Floyd Mayweather says, fuck you to everybody, and just takes all that money. I really do hope he does that. I, I would love to see a guy get through the whole thing without ever getting fucked up once. Like, I mean, if you think about what he's done, made stupid amounts of money, and got through the whole thing... Might have gotten hurt three or four times in his whole career. Might have gotten tagged. Never got beat up. Never got knocked out. Just got tagged a few times over the course of how many fights? I mean, that's beautiful. Someone can do that. That's like retiring as a BMX rider with no broken bones. Is that possible to do?
1: I don't think that. No.
0: Yeah, see? What, what he's done, if Floyd Mayweather retires, he's done the, the thing that nobody ever does. He went out on top, undefeated, with all the money after having fought all challengers. I mean, he might have fought Pacquiao late, but you can't deny that he fought all challengers. Who gives a fuck? Dude, what?
1: Well, I mean, the 50 thing seems to be a, an issue. Or not an issue. 49-0? But like a, yeah.
0: To 50 know, Whether or not he wants to break the record?
1: I mean, yeah. well, how much of that is, is his ego that's going to last for... I mean, he's still pretty young, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's. I think he's 36, if I had to guess. But he's in really good shape. I mean, he takes care of himself really well. He's, like, notoriously uh, disciplined about workouts. And he'll even go out at night, go to a nightclub, drink water, and then work out at 2 o'clock in the morning. Because oh. he has his own gym and his own thing, and, you know, he, and he works hard. I mean, you don't get that good... On just talent, you know, you get that good on talent and discipline and hard fucking work. There's just no way around it. And smart, you got to be smart too. You got to be sneaky. Got to be clever.
1: Do you see uh, who he's training right now for a fight?
0: Yeah, he's training Soldier Boy. (laughs) Soldier Boy is really gonna fight Chris Brown. Is that real? I
1: don't. I mean, it doesn't seem like it, but it's been, been talked about for a few days now. Apparently, it's gonna be on pay per view. Um fighting over a girl. I don't.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, Chris Brown's going to fuck him up. Probably. Yeah. There's. That's an angry dude. See that dude on the left with the red? That's a real angry dude. That the other dude, I just do not think he is as angry.
1: I've but who knows, man? I've never seen either of them in person. Though. I don't maybe know. Maybe one of,
0: know. of them. Maybe Soldier Boy's been hiding some sick boxing skills and just pretending this whole time. I doubt it. See, I maybe feel like though. Chris Brown has probably punched a lot more people, you know? Hmm. Don't you think? I don't know. All you know, wife beating, girl beating oh, jokes aside, no. he's definitely seems like a dude who is much more likely to punch people.
1: Um, maybe, maybe more likely to, but I couldn't really see mo- neither either of them getting in like a street fight or anything. They've been pretty famous for most of their life and protected mm. too.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: Since they're in their teens, um. Two guys also, Shit happens So I mean They might have thrown some thrown down Once or twice
0: Oh but here's another thing Here's another reason Why I say Chris Brown Chris Brown's a real Fucking dancer You ever see that guy move? Oh yeah Yo he could do some Crazy He's nasty, shit too. He's really good in basketball Yeah Like yeah. really good in basketball Listen This is gonna be a bloodbath I might be wrong
1: <laughs> Would you buy it?
0: <laughs> yes Yeah I'll fucking buy it You know And if uh Soldier Boy fucks him up, I'll, I'll apologize.
1: Have uh, I was trying to think about this. Hasn't there been other things? I mean, I know you were supposedly supposed to fight Wesley Snipes, but, like, wasn't there supposed other things like this ever happened before? They used to have
0: a whole celebrity boxing show.
1: I remember that happened a couple times. Yeah,
0: yeah. Danny Bonaducci
1: fought Screech. Um, he
0: fucked up a couple of people.
1: I remember when I was younger, there was supposed to be a big event where Shaquille O'Neal was supposed to go one-on-one on pay-per-view with this other big player named Hakeem Olajuwon. They're gonna box? Not box. They were just gonna just play basketball one on one for a million dollars, but it never ended up happening. I don't know oh, why. Wow. I don't know why it went went away. But I was just kind of wondering in my head, like I feel like this is ha I've heard things like this coming up and happen, like or at least been announced, but they just kind of fizzle out.
0: Who knows, man? I mean, people have done crazy shit. This just seems like a really, really nutty one, and they're fighting over a girl. Mm-hmm. I just. I, I haven't seen any evidence of Soldier Boys athleticism. I mean, I, no. Somebody put up a video of him working out. Oh, no, There's no. A, a compilation of him working out. It's but it's hard to tell if he's just being silly. You know. It's like he's uh he's like shadow boxing and he's riding an elliptical machine. He seems like a really young guy. How old is he?
1: Oh man. In his 20s still too.
0: He's in his 20s. Yeah. Well, there's there's a a bunch of, there's like a compilation here. <laughs> so the dude, whoever the dude that was narrating was like, oh man, he goes, you're working out with your socks on. <laughs> this is not the same yes. compilation, but it was pretty funny. He's like, only real savages work out with their socks on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, you know. Why do they want to do this? Drunk, I, don't these two. I don't know. They need to hug it out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh anyway, when you were talking about that Black Mirror episode, I forgot that's the one that you saw. Uh one of the things I actually got and, and was seeing shown at this uh, CES event was that g- I showed it to you the other night, that GoPro gimbal I got. Mm-hmm. It's called the uh Karma Grip. I actually have it here. I'll let you hold on to it let you can see it if you want. Um, but this is some of the video I shot with it.
0: And so the idea is that it balances itself out. Yeah,
1: I'll put the camera. Yeah, the camera's on you. So like you just kind of hold it, and it keeps itself stim- stable. So like as you j- you can jiggle it around a little bit, and it stays pretty s- simple. And this was me walking around. I have it at two, two uh, double speed here, but this was connected to my shoulder basically, and I was walking around. So
0: you uh, t- taped it to your shoulder?
1: Uh, I had a velcro strap. Okay, we'll and so it, it just sits back- like this. Yep, I had it around my backpack. Wow. Just like that. And so I was just kind of like walking around the event, and here's one of the here's one of the cool things I did see at the event too, is a projector that's projecting on. Um, it's, oh, yeah, that's the, it. that's the stabilization actually. Oh, it made it roll like yeah, that? Yeah, oh, Wow. Really stay up. <clears throat> Whoa. Um, but this uh this projector right here is projecting onto a curtain, which I kind of ran past it pretty fast. I wasn't really shooting my video for that purpose, but.
0: It's like a shower curtain with like a pattern on it, Yeah, but and it's, it's showing a solid image on that.
1: Exactly. It's showing a hockey game, and you're not seeing the ripples, oh. so you don't need a flat screen for this projector. You can project it on anything. And like have, a tree. And exactly. Or ideally, you would want something a little smoother than that, but yeah, you could still have a flat image on that. Whoa. So uh, that was pretty neat, but some of this video is pretty cool on the stabilization. And then I went over to the Samsung booth. And they have uh, what they're kind of showing here is this uh, flat, flat hanging TV, which um, different, only way it's different from the things now is like when you hang a TV up on a wall, it's kind of hanging off about four to six inches. This is literally flat. I don't know if you can see right there.
0: Yeah, it looks like like a piece of paper.
1: Yeah, but you can't really, I don't know if you could slide anything in with there. It says it's a no gap wall mount. And then there's really no cords hanging off of there either. It's just one cord, Whoa. no HDMI. I don't even know if power was coming off of it either.
0: Well, how does it work then?
1: there's one optical cord, so it's like using light. Optical cables use light waves.
0: So the one cord is powering it and providing the data. I'm and
1: not. I'm see. It says invisible connection right there, on top. It's showing some of the, the data.
0: Well, it d- kind of makes sense what, what they can do now with these. Um, yeah, it doesn't power. Buttons. I shouldn't
1: say it powered it. I didn't. But it, it does do all the 4K data. It does the HDMI, and it, it replaces all of that.
0: But with these new iPhones with that, uh, what is that the connection lightning called? Connector. lightning connector. Yeah. That That connector, you use it for sound, mm-hmm. like with your earplugs, yep. your ear uh, earbuds. You use it for um, an external microphone. You can use it for the, it charges it. You can split it off so it charges it. And at the same time, you're also listening to music. So both things can go through at the same time.
1: Um, another interesting thing that was being shown is, uh, some transparent, uh, LCD screens. So I'm trying to show you this one a little bit. This one right here in the middle, this guy's trying to show you. This screen right here is actually a full LCD screen. Whoa. Pointing at in the Whoa. corner, but there's an art display shown over top of it, like an E ink art display. So when you're not using it, when you're not using the TV, it looks like a piece of art hanging on your wall with the rest <laughs> of the art.
0: Wow. So it's a screensaver.
1: Basically a screensaver.
0: That's insane. And
1: there were a couple other uh, companies showing some see-through LCD screens that... What a that great idea. These Uh These are also haven't come to market yet, but this is some of the stuff that they're showing.
0: It's so beautiful, too. That's beautiful artwork. And the, if you can do it with that kind of resolution...
1: Um, here I was just I looked at some 3Ds, so the curved, curved uh, monitors. This is like the most curved monitor ever. I'm still not super sold on these. I don't really understand why everyone, or why they're selling them so hard. I I don't really have an interest in buying one. I've tried a few times to look at it, but.
0: It's very gimmicky. Mm -hmm. It seems to me like, um, remember when those 3D TVs were coming out and everyone was trying to convince everybody you need to get it? Yeah. Oh, 3D TV's coming. And I watched it for like a couple of minutes with the glasses on. I was like, this is not going to work. This is not here yet. You know, it's just too goofy. That's gone pretty much. Yeah, it's gone. I think that's the same with these things. I think people are, you're going to use them for a while, and then you're going to go, wait, but this is, why is it, why am I doing this? Why am I curving the fucking screen?
1: It seems like it's only for one viewer or because if you're curving it for the other people, then they can't.
0: It fucks it up for everybody else. It makes it for one person. But I would say the majority of people's use of computers is probably one person, right?
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. At least one person at a time. Yeah. So, on this video, you can also see kind of how crowded this whole event was. Jesus. This was a, uh, I walked 25 miles, I think, my, my Fitbit tracked 25 miles in two days. Wow. And that was only six to seven hours per time because I was dead tired after that. Yeah, dude, you had a workout. For sure. And I was carrying around a backpack. With oh, yeah. 20 pounds of gear in it. Um, but here's an interesting l- new laptop coming out. Uh, you can't really get a good view on it. I kind of picked it up. It's, it literally, I think it weighs less than a pound or right around a pound. Whoa. And it felt like a, like a kid's toy. That's how like the plasticky. it did, I don't want to say it felt cheap, but it felt like a toy. It felt like you could just throw it like a Frisbee, (laughs) but it was a full laptop made by Samsung. Uh, It had a LCD screen. It had a full keyboard. It had a mouse pad and they had a little, uh, I think it was a scale next to each thing that just proved to you how much it weighed.
0: But are you that much of a pussy that you can't carry around a one-pound uh, laptop? <laughs> I don't get it.
1: I yes and no, but I mean, let's say if you wanted to take one hunting and you need to, you need all your ounces. Like oh yeah, well, take. Hunting. You
0: definitely shouldn't take a laptop while hunting. Right. Um, but if you did, yeah, you would definitely want to do that. Yeah, guys cut their toothbrushes in half. They, there's a lot of like drastic weight reduction when it comes to those things. But I just feel like for laptops, it's not that hard to carry one around, and you know you put it on your back. And to me, like features, and uh, hard drive space, and speed, and that's the most important shit. Like, it's not that hard to carry a pound or two pounds or whatever the fuck it is, three pounds.
1: Yeah,
0: it's not not that hard.
1: They haven't gotten that that crazy, I guess. They are getting all lighter. Yeah, I mean, the laptop doesn't weigh that much.
0: Those Retina displays are very light, and it's beautiful. You know, and then they have the Airs, and those are feather light. You yeah, don't need never. anything lighter than a goddamn MacBook Air. Yeah, true that. It's nothing. I mean it weighs I nothing.
1: Uh, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be a small market. It also probably is way cheaper than a MacBook Air, I would have to say. Well,
0: you remember when people wanted smaller and smaller phones? Mm-hmm. We could buy a phone that's that big. Mm-hmm. I saw a phone once that, like, it was so small that, like, there was a dial. for. I'm trying to remember how the fucking numbers were pressed. There was some novel way of, like, they barely could fit a number pad. Like to to dial phone numbers, so they had some weird dial thing to it. I'm trying to remember.
1: You just reminded me I might be
0: making this uh, up.
1: iPhone prototype. They showed an iPhone prototype. I don't know how it came out today or not today, but uh, this week someone made a or showed video of how one of the ways an iPhone was supposed to originally work, and it was using that scroll wheel that used to be on an i on the old uh, iPods. Do you remember that? Yeah. So. Someone kind of hacked it together, I think, on a current iPhone to show you how this worked, this operating system worked, but it Whoa. seemed like the op- obviously worst way ever to be controlling a phone, because even I think you'd had to input numbers that way by scrolling oh. to them: two, three, four. <laughs> Seems so bad.
0: Was that really considered?
1: I, I mean, it's work. It's a working prototype, so I'd have to say. Someone at least thought it might have been a good idea.
0: Well, it has to be I mean, that they went through a bunch of different ideas before they came up with the... Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I heard they're going through 10 different phones right now just to try to figure out what the next iPhone they're going to go with is. They're 10 different testing models. So,
0: Do you think that they've hit that point of critical mass where it's like, unless something really huge comes along, like uh, hologram projectors or something really bananas... You've got everything now. You got amazing cameras. You got massive hard drive space. You've got so much. You've got you have all these apps that you can use. You got all this usability. Like, what are you gonna do? That's gonna make people want like a next generation, a next generation, and a next generation. Like, there has to be some sort of a leap, because it seems like for all the technology we have today, people are almost like over and and over phoned, right?
1: Definitely for sure. I mean, I was trying to walk, when I was walking around that event, I was looking for, like, either the big crowds to see what everyone was, like, stuck around looking at, because this event was so huge to to stop and spend five minutes at a, at a uh, particular, I don't know, uh, pod or product or even just let someone talk to you to take your time for that five minutes is insane, because there's just so much to look at. Um, but at the same time, there's, well, I kind of lost what I was doing there, but Um, I just kind of looked over at this thing I wanted to show you, which was this thing called Vertify, which is this 3D virtual reality program. Ooh. Um, they showed this guy over here doing a demo for it. I didn't want to wait in line. I really didn't want to wait in any lines there because there were so many people and I didn't feel very good to to stand somewhere for 30 minutes and sweat. Young Jamie got the
0: same stomach flu that I had.
1: But, uh, what this shows right here is this, I think I'm pretty sure that this thing on top here is the camera that records the event, Mm. and then what they were showing, this guy was getting a demo of it, which I wasn't seeing on this screen, but they did show, and you can kind of see him pinching his hand up there on top. Mm. On this video, they show you watching uh, with a VR headset, let's say a concert, and then you can decide to grab the lead singer and move him into your living room. So the performance (laughs) is now, he's like not, I don't know, it was real weird how it showed it, and I don't have it on this actual video. I went back and watched another
0: and so he's wearing some fairly small goggles. There's not, not a lot to what he's wearing.
1: Yeah, that's one of the, uh, one. there's about four or five big things going on there. There's VR headsets, different new multiple companies sharing VR headsets.
0: Was this augmented or was it virtual reality? Because That,
1: I believe, was virtual reality.
0: But he reached up. And grabbed someone and pinched it and it brought it in. A,
1: but it would have to be a little augmented because mm. if you were seeing it in your living room, you'd have to also see the living room.
0: Yeah, if you go back to the video of, the, of right the you end. being there, like, see, like, when you see his actual goggles itself, like, watch as you pass I by. You actually see a little bit on the Can video you see there. it?
1: See, that's the lead singer moved onto the couch. She's oh. bringing the artist Whoa. into our home. How bizarre. Which would, I, I kind of like pulled into the comedy world you could bring the comedian into your living room and just have him perform in your front in your living room instead of at the uh, comedy venue that they were at which would be interesting yeah how odd uh drones was a big a big thing there I'm lots sure. of drones tons of drones tiny all ones drones too now very right very tiny ones there's a selfie drone which didn't seem like it worked very well <laughs> Kept flying up and flying down different sides. I'm not quite sure how you're supposed to control go,
0: it. Go go through this for a couple more seconds to see that guy's uh, goggles because I think he could see through them. See, look how he's looking. Yeah. Okay. See Let's how see. he
1: like you see his eyes. I,
0: that I mean, he that's might, what it seems like to right he to he me. Might right? Have
1: that Microsoft Surface. Oh. Headset on. Oh. I'm not sure. And there's a behind it too is a wireless VR headset. So there were, like I said, too, there were a lot of headsets and there were lots of things. And let's, let me just throw out a number and say I did five tech demos. Out of those five, two or three didn't work or they didn't go well or they didn't work perfectly at all. So I was, that's where I'm kind of like, I don't know that a lot of this stuff was not maybe not ready or maybe it was supposed to be shown that way. And you're, this is like, this is our only demo product we have for you guys to see. It's right. supposed to work all the time. It usually does, but we've done so many demos today, it kind of fucks right. up a little bit. That could have been happening, too, a little bit. But there is a lot of things going on here where they're just trying to show you show you an idea and hope someone with a lot of money walks by and is like, ah, that looks like a good idea. Here's some money, kid. <laughs> Go make it. That kind of thing. And like
0: Some 1930s <clears throat> carnival barker?
1: And it, and it works out for that company. Does
0: that happen? Are there, like, guys who troll around this place and look for uh
1: I saw. Good uh, products. I just walked by uh, the Intel booth and randomly saw a guy w- walk up to one of the workers and say, "Like, I have some patents on baseball Wi-Fi technology. Who do I talk to?" Uh, that kind of thing. So that's bu- all. There's tons of different meetings, things sort of happening.
0: By the way, in case anybody misinterprets when I'm saying, troll around. I don't mean like uh, fuck with people on the internet, troll. I mean like fishing troll. Yeah. You drag a line behind. You go look for things to catch. Do you think that? Um, this this was like the big thing in this uh ces though as far as like emerging technologies with all this virtual reality stuff
1: every year it is uh f- apparently it's focused on something different like this year there wasn't very much cell phone anything really and usually in the past years like there's been just big announcements of cell phones from different companies i think i only even saw maybe one mm. and it was this uh, company called highway i believe is how you say it because they had a they paired with this uh, really well-known camera company called Leica and have a 20-megapixel camera. Yeah, Leica makes really
0: uh, they make binoculars and stuff mm-hmm. too.
1: Um, but I tested that out to see how good it was, and I wasn't sure if I was holding the actual correct model, which was the one that had all the best features in it because they had a couple of different models out there. Mm, Again, yeah, there's man. just so much going on there. It was really hard to get a grasp of. What Th- you were doing?
0: That's really science. interesting. You bringing this up, it's making me think. Like when you get to uh, a certain level of this virtual reality stuff, you're gonna want to look through like the best lens available. You know, you're gonna want like one of those high-end binocular companies mm-hmm. to come along and craft something.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember right now. I want to say it's GoPro. I have to Google it before I kind of say something off. But do you know? Have you heard of the company called Hasselblad? Yes. I believe GoPro company that,
0: They were the people that uh, had the cameras that they put Not on the moon.
1: DJI, I think it's DJI. DJI Hasselblad. Allegedly. Allegedly they were on the moon. Yeah, so DJI is uh, arguably uh, the best drone maker right now. They're the biggest company. It's a company come out of China. They make uh, the Phantom, which was uh, the biggest consumer drone. And right now they just put out the thing called the Mavic, Which is so
0: they acquired Hasselblad.
1: Apparently, they had a minor stake in the company, and they just took a major stake. So they just took over the stock holdings. What's the
0: correct pronunciation? It's Hasselblad.
1: I believe so. Yeah. So DJI is this. They made this thing called the Mavic, which I got to hold at the event. I didn't get to buy one. They're not. They're on back order still right now. They've been back order for a little while. Folded up because each of these legs folds together. It's. Little bit smaller or a little bit bigger than this than my iPhone 7s. I mean, it's obviously a little bit thicker, you can see that it's thicker, but the actual size you can like hold it and it's about the same size as the palm of your hand.
0: Holy shit!
1: And it shoots 4K video, it goes up to I want to say about four miles away from you. What, yeah, so you'd obviously you're gonna lose sight of it. It goes to I think 20, 30, 40 miles an hour, something like that, something crazy. (laughs) And this is a bite-sized little oh tiny drone. Oh, my train.
0: God. And does it avo- avoid things or yeah, evade this one things? this has
1: obstacle avoidance. That's with these cameras on the front four. There's some on the back or the bottom too. So they have another version, which is the Phantom 4 uh, Pro, I believe, which is a bigger version than this. They have an Inspire, which is the way bigger version, and then they have, like, the full film like that a film company would use, which has got, like, eight big crazy props on it and whatnot. Do you
0: remember uh, (laughs) when they filmed that movie, The Twilight Zone, and they they didn't have drones back then? And they had a helicopter, an actual real helicopter behind them doing a stunt? Oh. Do you remember that? There was a horrible accident. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, it was a horrible accident where this actor and this little girl were killed. Oh, wait. The helicopter came crashing down on them.
1: Uh, you said that there was two people. I think I did hear about yeah, that. Yeah,
0: don't even show me this, dude. Okay. I don't even want to watch that shit. Uh, I'm making sure I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> something, something about seeing people die for a movie, too, that's, like, particularly gruesome. It's like, what? How did you think that you could just fly that helicopter right next to people? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, so with all this drone stuff, I'm going to ask you this question Cause I don't know if it's an actual trend I see happening or if it's just something they're forcing or what, but there's just seems to be a lot of uh, camera equipment being made available for the individual to use to make really high-end stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if is the trend that people are just going to start making all this content. Are they going to just start shooting everything they're doing? Are they just making, is technology allowing that to happen for us? Like, well,
0: it seems like, there's only so much you could do with it. I feel like what they what they have to do though is have the best shit. So if thing if someone has 4K, you have to have 4K. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone has um, you know virtual capability, you could upload it digitally.
1: It's like fitness trackers were really big there. I still I I've, I've, I don't remember who it was that came in here. I think it was the first time Burt came in with one. I sort of tried to ask him. I was like, because I had one too for a couple of weeks, but I took it back because it got recalled. But I was just like, what are you doing with that? Got recalled? The one I had at the time got recalled. It was- For what? Um, it was causing a rash on people because the battery connector wasn't, oh. right? I don't know. They fixed it apparently now, but I haven't bought another one since then because I found out that the Fitbit app on my iPhone works just about the same. Mm. And there's also the built-in Apple iPhone apps now too that do the health stuff. but. What, what is everyone doing with all that data, or are they doing anything with it mostly at all besides really, really, really into fitness people, like personal trainers?
0: Well, I think there's some technologies that even though they keep getting better and better, they're kind of ignored after a while. Like, here's one of the most bizarre ones is voice sound quality. Nobody gives a fuck about what anybody's voice sounds like on a phone. It's like it almost never gets discussed. Yeah. Like, isn't that one of the most important things about a phone? You should be able to listen to someone on a phone, and it should sound like they're talking to you. It should be, like, right here. Like, what's up, Jamie? Oh, hey, what's up, dude? It never sounds that good, ever. But they have the ability to make it sound that good. Well, why haven't they made it sound that good? People barely fucking use their phone as a phone anymore. The phone part is totally stagnant. Like, the signal gets a little bit better. You can catch a signal somewhere else, but it still sounds just as shitty as it ever did. It doesn't sound perfect clarity. It doesn't sound like you talking to me in the same room. you tell telling me they can't do that? Of course they can do that. If they could get you to listen better now with a better sound now than the rotary phones, the 1960s, they could improve on the sound quality, but there's no demand for it because people hardly talk on the phone anymore. So it becomes one of those things where it just hits a certain point, nobody gives a fuck about it, and then the market goes where people give a fuck. That people give a fuck about cameras. You got to get a, a juicy camera. I want a fifteen, eighteen, whatever a megapixel is. It yep. sounds awesome. Get me one of those. Yep. Oh, it's gigapixel. They have gigapixels. I need a gigapixel. You know, like how many people are just just buying the latest shit? Me included, because it's the latest shit. Because it sounds awesome. You know, because you want that one. Oh, the S has the uh, image stabilization that I'll never I know. use. I know. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's so much of that shit out there, but. It seems so compelling, you know? Like if Apple had an iPhone 8, you and me would be in line like Definitely. a couple of fucking dorks.
1: Like I still keep talking to myself sometimes. I think about this for the 7S I have. It's like I it's I, I have it, I like it. The the camera's on it is really good, but it's so big. I kind of dislike it. How dare you? I like the I like the smaller phone. I like the 6S.
0: Well, the 6 or the 7, you know, you can get a regular size one, too.
1: But the the stats on the phone are are, are down. It's not as good as as a phone as the 7S is. Really? The 7S Plus, I'm sorry. We're a 7 Plus. Um,
0: As far as the hard drive and as far as the battery life, right?
1: It's got dual cameras, which the other ones don't have. Right. The battery on this is actually really good. It's It's very good. I'm super surprised at how good the battery is on this phone. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you don't keep Wi-Fi and Bluetooth on all the time. You Mm -hmm. can last two days almost, which is way surprising because the screen's way bigger. But... I don't like it's uh, when the next one comes out in a couple what a couple months they're gonna announce it probably in by March or May, and it'll be out by the fall. Like, do we need it again? And then Mm. the answer is like, why? Because we're shooting. It has 4K video on it. It's like, yeah, I know it has 4K video, but I've barely done anything with the 4K video. And the 4K video I do have, like with this GoPro I just got, the new GoPro Five, you have to uh, convert all the footage so that you can actually edit it, which is like a big, gigantic step. that You have to convert it yeah. before
0: you edit it? Yeah. Ew.
1: You can do a little bit of editing in their program, but to take it in a final cut or to do what I did just to show you more than uh, 30 seconds at a time, I had to t- spend, whatever, 12 minutes per 8-minute video converting all of it. That's only because that's my, the capabilities of my computer. If I had a faster one, maybe it would have been faster, but there's slower computers, too. And it's just like, what's the need of the 4K video then? I couldn't even show... The 4K video out because I can't broadcast to YouTube. How, it
0: how big now, are so. these files we're talking about?
1: Huge. For, uh, for a nine minute video, it was like 40 gigs.
0: <laughs> oh my God. That's a fucking giant hard drive back in the day. I think my first hard drive was 4 gigs. 40 gig for one file. That's and
1: crazy. F- for what? I mean, that's just so I could have two hours of GoPro footage of me walking around CES. To, to whittle that down and it's like what is the normal person going to do with all that if they went to shoot their kids it's like
0: they're mm. going to have
1: to have so many hard drives they are going to become digital hoarders for sure
0: yeah yeah you're talking about actual physical space now mm-hmm. now what is the benefit of that over like a, a more standard hd format other than the fact that it just looks a little bit better i mean and really it is just a little bit like you're you're really struggling between hd and this 4k it's like, I,
1: yeah, it's, it's better. It's better.
0: It's a smidge. It's a smidge better.
1: There were some 8K TVs at CES. 8K. Yeah. Those motherfuckers. Just a couple cameras that shoot in 8K now. Right when you
0: thought you were safe with 4K. Now, what's going to be 80 gigs for the same video? For, at least. Fuck that. That's crazy.
1: And, well, and that's, the, that's kind of where we're getting. It's like there's no, the distribution of this content now becomes the next step and the next hurdle you have to get past. I was looking around a lot of 360 cameras because I just got that 360 camera and did the test footage with the the weigh-in that we did mm-hmm. last week. And the I didn't personally just like how the footage looked. There was I got a, there was a smudge on the screen, which mm. transferred over and it doesn't look very good. Oh. And it wasn't at eye level. And I was shoot I believe I was shooting that in 4K and it just looks a little grainy and messy. And so I was looking around that whole event to just try to find, because there there were multiple 360 cameras and multiple there was 4K streaming 360 cameras, and you need to, they all have their own proprietary software to run it off of. Uh, but I did find one really good one which does 3D 360 video, Ooh. which was really uh, really cool. But I'm also wondering too if I saw something one really good edited video they made. To show it off, or if I was actually seeing, this is basically exactly what the camera does, mm. straight like pretty much straight off of it, because it was really cool. It's called the Views camera, and
0: <clears throat> I well, contacted. That you're button. getting that's when you're getting into really bizarre stuff, right? When you're talking about like eight K video, and then you're talking about three hundred and sixty degree three D. Yeah, because it seems like if we're going to enter into a real virtual realm anytime in the near future, all this ramping up of the specs or you know going from 4k to 8k and then you know 32k is just around the corner they're just going to keep getting better at this shit and when you're talking about something through like a high-end glass like a really high-end like a you know binocular type glass and then having insanely high definition video and then having this exponential jump in this virtual technology where they figure out a way to really lock you into something that is not it's not invasive to the point where it's not like fucking with your experience by you feeling it on your head. It's very light, you know, because sometimes you know, you're putting those bulky headsets and the goggles, you know, it's over your eyes. Like that's going to shrink up too. that's going to shrink up to almost nothing. And with uh, with all these like b- big jumps that they're making, how far away are we from some fully immersive avatar world?
1: Got to be getting close.
0: Dude, Gotta it's going to be bananas. Close. Do you know what it's going to be like? An Avatar world that you could go go for a journey in? <laughs> I mean, imagine if movies, if what they become, because, you know, think about how these serial shows like uh, Sopranos and then ultimately, you know, Game of Thrones and a lot of these other great shows, they, they catch you and they rope you in and they bring you into a world. And then you follow that world episode after episode, and you get sucked into it, right? It's very different than a regular movie. What if they start doing these serial—I mean, I think of, like, Game of Thrones as a serial movie, right? There's a a hundred parts to this movie, but it's a big, giant-ass movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's so much better than a regular television show in terms of, like, its special effects and the grandness of it all. If they can figure out how to film something like that, but let you participate in it, (laughs) I mean, let you strap on to some 3D treadmill type thing and move around in this fucking weird world. And follow these people on their journeys. Be right there when the orcs slaughter the people. Like ah! like the blood splattering in front of you. You're watching them get chopped up. And then you're going to go over the mountain to where the castle is. You have to actually walk over the mountain. But as you walk over the mountain, horses ride beside you. You get to see them. I mean, we're real close to something like that. I feel like that's only a few years away. Well, they
1: have Avatar World coming out soon. Like in Disney, at Disney, Disney World. You're oh, gonna what are go they going to do?
0: How is that going to work? Well,
1: one of the, They've been showing some things. Like this is, I think this is just an imagineering Whoa. Uh, idea, but this, like, you're going to be able to take a boat ride through the middle of the Navi forest.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that, that looks like it's a small world with it's psychedelic colors. It's going to be a little bit like
1: that, but they're going to have some VR stuff where you're going to be able to float through and Floating go on mountains. the... Uh, Whoa. Here's how they look in Disney World right now.
0: Oh, wow. So they're, they're building it right now.
1: You're obviously not gonna be able to walk on that. When is this gonna
0: take place? I'm,
1: I think it opens this later this year. Disneyland doesn't play next games. Year. But they what you're saying? They, what if they just took the extension of that and just instead of like making the Avatar movie, they just went, look, Avatar Five is Avatar World, and if you want to come live it out, you got to come to Disney World and pay 50 bucks or 100 bucks or 150 bucks, oh. or 300 bucks, something crazy to do it.
0: Now you're talking. That would be awesome. This is what you do. You construct that world, and then, once you're in that world, then you put on the VR goggles, and it turns everything into fluorescent neon greens and blues, and like the Avatar world. You yeah. can see everything, and then you actually watch the movie play out in there.
1: <gasps> that would be...
0: Nerdgasm! That would be...
1: I feel like they're way closer <laughs> to something like that than... We are everyone being able to do this at Mm. home, probably.
0: Well, the thing about that, though, is it's going to require so much resources and land and money. And it's just I feel like a a 3D treadmill and, you know, where you can't you don't physically go anywhere. You're not going to be able to go up hills and you're not going to you're not going to feel the sensation of walking, climbing things. That's the only difference. But you'll be able to be like right in front of it. But it won't feel like grass. You know what I mean? Like. If they could figure out a way to do a virtual world where somehow or another you could change the textiles on the ground or change the way it feels, the tactile sensation of what you're stepping on, if you can make it feel like water, if you can make it feel like grass or or dirt, if they could start doing shit like that, that doesn't seem outside the realm of possibility. Just seems like something way too smart for a dummy like me to figure out.
1: So there's one technology at CES. There's a couple of things there I didn't get a chance to even see it What is this? Make what it does to. it say?
0: Wants to let you feel fabric through your touch screen. Whoa.
1: Yeah, I... Canvas. I, I couldn't find it there. There were a lot of places I think I was trying to find that I couldn't even actually just find.
0: You know but what dudes are going to use that for? Just going to rub girls' panties in yeah. porn films? <laughs> and it's going to be the only application for it. Oh, it's right
1: there. Let me touch it. It's right there. It, the idea of it sounds pretty interesting, though.
0: Yeah, I mean you can, you can have a, like a, a bump to it. So is it working on um, an iPad or something with... Uh,
1: yeah, it uses a little bit of like the haptic feedback yeah. that is already built into some of these things, but it uses it differently.
0: So well, that was what was kind of cool about um, the HTC vibe mm-hmm. is that haptic feedback. Because when you're doing the bow and arrow thing, it really does kind of feel like you're drawing the arrow back. It gives you a little bit of vibration as if the arrow is pulling across the arrow rest mm-hmm. and it's rubbing on it. It's really cool.
1: So they just made some uh, announcements too. They didn't. They're not going to make like a new Vive yet, but uh, they showed a new headset attachment that makes the Vive fit on your head a little bit more comfortably. And they showed what they're calling the tracker, which is essentially the end of the controller, which can be attached to. They said anything, so it depends what a developer makes it work with. Mm-hmm. But one of the things they showed is uh, it were on the end of a gun to sh- to like play different gun games. They put it on the end of a baseball bat, and the uh, baseball bat. Then you could. You could see the bat in the Vive game that you were playing or the baseball simulation you were playing, but they could pull in real Major League Baseball pitches, actual data, because they have them all from the last, I don't know, five to ten years. Any pitch from any pitcher you want to see, you can have now come at you, and you can go ahead and try to hit it.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: probably then put you theoretically in any park you want or wherever the hell you want to be swinging baseball bats.
0: How many dudes are going to be blowing their shoulders apart? Well. Swinging at the (laughs) air with this thing.
1: Hopefully, then you're not like bashing your house up too, but like that that idea can be expounded on.
0: Now, would you? Uh, I would think that if you were going to do something like that, you would want to do it with a bat that's like the same weight as a real mm-hmm. bat.
1: You'd you'd probably want the extra. They had an actual wooden baseball bat. They just screwed the thing on the bottom. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So um, you could do it with that. You could probably have a sword. You could probably have a bow. Oh
0: shit. Yeah. If you had a sword. Do you know what kind of a fucking awesome workout you would get? My arms were so tired at Duncan's place just for playing his archery thing, and I'm not even pulling anything back. I'm just holding my arm up. Like, there's no, there's no actual resistance pulling the bow back, but just holding your arm straight in front of you and doing this over and over again, my arms were killing me, man. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this actually has some physical benefit to it. And the boxing game, the boxing game has real benefit to it. The boxing game, I think you could could learn how a person moves and how it feels like to spar with them. You see punches come at you. You can learn how to slip punches. You can learn how to counter with things. You don't feel hitting anything. That's the only thing that's missing. You don't feel them hitting you. But at least when they hit you, you see, like, sparks.
1: So uh, one of the – I'm trying to find a little – it's not worth me pulling up the video. But uh, there was a haptic feedback – uh, essentially a backpack slash chest thing you put on Ooh. for VR that would give you some sort of shocks or you'd feel something. Ooh. I don't know how hard it would feel. should jolt the shit out of you. I, so there was another <laughs> one. <laughs> There's a com- the, in the video I watched showing that the trackers that they were adding onto different uh, devices, they put it on a fire hose, and they also put a jacket on you that had heaters in it. Whoa. So you're, well, you're putting out a fire, and it's giving you feedback of the hose. It's also getting warmer, and you're getting hot. So, like, there's different – that's not really a game as more of it as a simulation or it is a right. training training tool for an actual fire company.
0: Well, it's also to let you know, like, what's the potential for, like, a Doom game right. from 2024. Sure.
1: Yeah. Or maybe not even – maybe two years from now, hopefully. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll see what happens at E3 this year with what these companies are going to announce with the new Xbox that's supposedly, supposedly going to have a VR –
0: as if, if soon as someone comes it. up with a haptic feedback suit, you know, that's able to get hot and cold and vibrate and jolt and even give you a little bit of pain.
1: Yeah. You need something.
0: You need a little bit of pain. You need a to little,
1: ah, fucker, you know, where you're really feeling it. Do you remember that, was that a, I don't know which James Bond movie it was, where they're holding on to the, there's some sort of, like, stick they're holding on to and, like, the loser, it just gets more painful and, like, they're trying to... It's like a man-versus-man man, man contest, but there's a bunch of... It's like at a cocktail party.
0: I don't remember that one. Mm-hmm. I, I avoided a lot of those James Bond movies. <coughs> Eddie Bravo said something to me a long time ago, and it fucked me up. <laughs> uh-huh. We were talking about... Um, it wasn't a conspiracy thing. We were talking about uh, like action movies. And he's like, the problem with these action movies is you always know who's going to live. The the main guy's always gonna live. Like you never oh yeah, he's gonna hang in by a fucking thread. Yep, he's gonna make it. He's gonna live. You know he's gonna live. I'm like, you motherfucker. Like I knew that. Of course I knew that. You go to see the Terminator or you go to see uh Predator, you don't think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is gonna get killed by the alien at the end. No. You think that's actually really bad for us, isn't it? It's really bad to have the, the good guy win in all of them. That's why I think like No Country for Old Men is probably important. It's important to know that sometimes the guy who you think is going to live gets shot in the last couple minutes of the movie <laughs> and the other guy just wanders off, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the movie. And you're like, what the fuck kind of movie is this? Well, that's a movie that's more like a real live story. Arnold can't beat that alien. You know it, I know it. That thing's going to fuck him up. Why are we pretending? This is stupid. There's not a world where I can imagine that Predator losing to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't (laughs) imagine.
1: Did you see Arnold going at the Donald the other day?
0: No, I didn't, but I can't believe the Donald went at Arnold. He's the goddamn president, sir. The ratings were down,
1: course. Well,
0: he he compared it to his first season, you know, and then all the 15 seasons he did afterwards. They fired him from that show for talking about Mexicans. (laughs) Did you know that? That's when they fired him. They fired him from that show. And he's still the executive producer so he's talking shit about a show that he's still the executive producer of
1: how is he allowed to be the executive <laughs> producer because he's fucking president but i thought that, like <laughs> i don't know all the rules about that but i thought there were rules about that <laughs> the
0: i mean he's probably gonna step down now that he's president i don't know week. he said he was gonna do a bu- step down from a bunch of shit now that he's president dude it's gonna be weird fucking for sure it's gonna be weird and he's going to be weird during the weirdest era ever.
1: It's next Friday, right?
0: Yep. 20th. As soon as he gets in
1: the place. What do you can- think is going to happen that day?
0: He's going to paint the White House black. <laughs> uh, hell's going to open up right in front. It's going to be like a river of lava.
1: Is that the actual end of the world day?
0: <laughs> yeah, the Mayans were only off by four or five years. They were off by a little. What do they think? December 21st, 2012. So they were off. they were off a little
1: four years in a month.
0: Yeah, not that bad. Not that bad. They missed it a little bit. They did it thousands of years ago, man. If you're fucking guessing, thousands of years ago. I mean, I wonder if there really is like a cycle where uh, civilizations just, they, they get to a point where all the monkey shit that led them to scratch and scrape and dominate and procreate and get to a point where they have a city. And finally get a little bit of safety. All of that just bites it in the ass. Because all those, even though you've gotten past the monkey existence, all those monkey DNA, human reward systems, they're all still in place. And they still make you want to chase the same shit that people chased thousands of years ago. Conquest and... You know and and domination and control the food supply, and now that I'm president, I'll have all the gold ha <laughs> <laughs> ha that need for competition that's going to be one of the things that I think technology is probably going to neutralize first. I think that when you get when you get a hive mind type scenario, which is a hive mind or a virtual virtual world scenario where it's literally preferable to this world like why would you want to hang around and uh just go to west hills and get lunch at some shitty place and wait in this thing and then go to the movie why would you even want to do that when you get all your food through an iv and you're going to live in the avatar world for a couple of weeks a lot of people would do it dude Food would probably be the only problem, like food and taking a shit. I just thought of another what? black.
1: There's another black mirror episode. You just like start, started oh, saying it happens. Another from one. Ti- it's happened from time to time. Like you just start going down a concept, and it's like that's that's a black mirror episode. I don't I'm an, an original fuck. Yeah. What can I say? It was oh, just an idea that you can go live another in, in another place. Like gonna for gonna happen. An amount of time. What's
0: the name of that episode? I want to watch San it.
1: San Junipero, I think is that one.
0: It's gonna happen, man. It's just a matter of time. And when it does happen, it might be a complete mental experience. Like, you might get out of this, and you might be like those poor guys who come back after uh, space walks. You know those guys that uh, are up there like um, um, uh, Hatfield, Commander Hatfield? I had him on the podcast, and he was describing after being—I think he was up for six months. I think so, yeah. It was a long fucking time. And when he came back down, like, his body's brittle. It takes like a year for your bone density to come back. Like, your whole, you're a mess. You can't stand. You're throwing up all over the place. Your whole body's so baffled because you've been up in space for six months. Like, those guys make a tremendous sacrifice so that we can understand, like, what happens to people's bodies in zero gravity. Like, all these people that are signing up to go to Mars and want to go on all these journeys into space, like, settle the fuck down. Okay? We might be able to go to better spots if we just stay right here. We need to put a, a, a roof on this thing. We got rocks flying in. We need to put a goddamn roof on the planet. Build that first. A big-ass, thick roof with LCD screens so at the bottom of it, it just shows nothing but beautiful skies everywhere you go. It's going to be like uh, the Truman Show. <laughs> and there's going to be a big uh, scoop that catches all the rain. The rain's going to fall on the outside. <laughs> it's going to get funneled through but we need like a 4 foot wall no it wouldn't even matter the, the 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 kind of asteroids that killed the dinosaurs i think they said something crazy like it was 5 miles deep into the earth within the first half a second yeah i might have made those numbers up mm-hmm. but it's in that range where it's so preposterous i remember hearing this guy speak about it and you know talking about just the the impact that the Earth rang for a million years? Bong, Rang from the impact for a million years. <laughs> Ouch. What the fuck is that? Like, So we can't really have a... Uh, we need something better than a roof. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. Work on that first, then your goddamn virtual reality. Mm. Then think about going to Mars. I was listening to Richard Dawkins talk to Sam Harris today on this podcast. It's very interesting. But one of the things they were talking about is people going to Mars. And if they did colonize Mars, the genes on Mars would not be in contact with the genes back here on Earth. And would human beings go off in different directions? And then on top of that, genetic manipulation. Once genetic manipulation gets perfected and they start really fucking with people's DNA and really changing what people look like and what, how they can perform and how their brains work, what is it going to be like in comparison, like the, the guys that are doing that uh, on Earth versus the people that are doing it on Mars? Hmm. Yeah.
1: That's weird. And the atmospheres are obviously different mm-hmm. just in general because so the way yeah, it's the, really cells thin. would grow would just be different.
0: Hmm. You can't breathe it. You have to somehow or another they're going to have to terraform, create an atmosphere, or um, they're going to have to put some kind of... Uh, like domes up and live inside the domes which is terrifying
1: is that con- i feel like was it an interstellar where they made we didn't like we call it, we didn't colonize planets but we made like floating terraform cylinders mm-hmm. and we lived on those is was that, that what that was
0: i didn't watch that whole movie oh, okay. i got to most way mostly into that movie and i fell asleep on a plane <laughs>
1: Uh, so you didn't? I uh, didn't see the end. Seeing that movie at the Chinese theater was where I saw it down uh, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. When uh, he goes, they go into the black hole. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I remember re- even reading that's where Christopher Nolan was te- test watching that movie. It was so loud, and so big, it made that s- such an awesome experience. Mm. That, oh, the
0: Chinese theater is amazing. Yeah, I
1: love. I love. To see, it makes bad movies good.
0: Yeah, so. I saw Pulp Fiction there. Oh, well, I was bad. like, holy <laughs> shit. That was when Pulp Fiction first came out. Yeah. I guess it was like 94 or something. Yeah. yeah, man. I didn't see that movie. But that Matt Damon movie, The Martian, was all about terraforming and trying to survive on
1: Mars. Did you watch The Arrival yet? I almost watched that the No. Other
0: day. No, I haven't seen I it. Didn't see it either. Heard's really good, though. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. But that kind of came and went, huh? Uh,
1: I mean, kind of. But mean, is that just
0: how it goes now?
1: Yeah, it's too fast.
0: Things are too good. Too much.
1: Do people want to watch them at home now?
0: Yeah, that heard- too.
1: They're gonna start allowing that to happen, I think. Or Apple's, yeah, charge me more. Yeah, People charge me fifty bucks. Yeah,
0: nobody's figured out how to get through the. Uh, well, maybe they have. Get through the uh, Apple TV and download it. Have they? No, I don't
1: like to steal from that. I don't think so. Maybe. You don't like to steal from that. No, no. I just ask. I am saying, you mean steal from that? Yeah, like yeah, steal yeah. From Apple I don't think so. I don't know.
0: I don't think anybody's been able to do that. Maybe they have, but like when you're, you're streaming, like you're streaming. I guess if you were streaming to a computer, there might be a way to do it screen capture in some sort of way?
1: Uh, Maybe. I don't know because they have it built into the, well, I guess it's streaming. A lot of the HDMI cables now, uh, if you're, when you have your Xbox or your another system hooked up to something that you're trying to do game capturing on to, like, broadcast on Twitch or something, Mm -hmm. if you bring up a video or, like, your TV turns on, it goes black because it knows that that signal is bad. Uh It's not supposed to be broadcast. It's not the game signal. It's the TV signal. And you'll probably – people's trying to show TV online, hmm. it knows that. They're trying to – whatever. They, put, they just put that stop in there. Right. So but that, that, that seems exist. like that could be
0: removed, right, or well, hacked maybe, through. Maybe. But like, I feel like yeah. uh, there's got to be a way to take Apple – like when you're um, using your computer, you can use a regular computer and watch things on iTunes, correct? Yes. Right? So if you were using a regular computer and you were streaming a movie – like, there's got to be a way that you would be able to screen capture that with your computer.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But just open up a program, you mean? Yeah. And just record? And yeah. And just
0: record it. Yeah, yeah. And you would have just some big-ass file that would yeah. be like The Hobbit or whatever the hell you were screening.
1: There, There's probably a way they can put in some sort of digital right management thing that it will put. It right. You can't record to that or it'll put a big watermark on if you try hmm. to do that or maybe not. And then someone will hack away to, against it. And that that's like a battle probably going on, too.
0: Right a battle now. that will go on forever, right?
1: Yeah. and They'll just make a new form- file format, and then videos will be in that file format for the next five years until it gets hacked. It <laughs> keep playing cat and mouse games, I think.
0: It's just really interesting. When we are looking at that video, or the uh, article, rather, about the people that were transmitting Ola and Chow back and forth through the Internet, and then think about this kind of stuff that they're, you're talking about, like, really high-level digital management. You're putting out 4K imagery. You're, you're streaming movies, and people are trying to steal it. And, you know, think about all the bit torrents and all the different files that are available online when it comes to all these movies that Hollywood Studios pen spend millions of dollars to make, and then, boom, a screener's online, like, moments before it's released. And, like, this constant battle of technology it's, it's just... It's really crazy because we could just sit here and, like, just show up at this CES. We don't have to participate at all. Show up every year. What do you got now? <laughs> okay, see you in a year. Yeah. What do you got now? Can you can I, can you read my mind yet? Nope. Not. I'll see you in a year. What about now? Well, we can't read your mind, but we can send you images. Okay, I'll well, see you in a year. Can you read my mind yet? <laughs> you, just, you just keep going back. Like, you don't have to do any work. Like, no one gets mad at us. It's not like the people in the village that had to go get the water. Like, you drink water every day, you fuck. You never go and get water. You, they never ask you to get water. You just got to give them money, and they'll just keep doing it. You just show up, every, and they never go, what do I have here? What do you have for me? What do you have for me if you want to see my mind-reading machine? I got money. Not good enough. Nobody ever says that. You know, like, you don't have to. You, you literally don't have to participate in it to enjoy the benefits of it. It's a rare thing.
1: Yeah. I was trying to think of... uh Like at the, one of the car companies outside was showing some stuff. But it was, it was like, they called it a statue. But it was supposed to be an actual model of a car. They called the car a statue?
0: Yeah. Because it doesn't have a drivetrain in it?
1: There were people sitting in it. It was supposed to look like whatever a future thing was. But the girl that kept, uh, she was telling you what was going on and explaining things to you. She kept calling. She kept referring to the car as a statue. Mm. I thought that was weird because I think I've tried to show it to you before. And We're like, "Is that is that real? Does that That's work?" That's
0: legal ease. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. Then that when when you call something a statue, you could say that it's uh, a prototype. Like right. this is what we hope it looks like in the future. But based on what? Like, do you know what the image is? Do you have a? Can you pull it up?
1: I was trying. I was trying to remember who it was. I want to say because.
0: Is it seems like if you just called it a statue, you could just totally bullshit people. <laughs> it doesn't have to have any basis in, you know, real engineering or, or anything. You could just say it's a statue, and it could just have like a design concepts to it. Was it a concept as far as like a crazy technological vehicle? Well, th- I
1: think that's what they were trying to show off the tech inside. Yeah.
0: Have you seen, um, like, uh, what yeah, new I cars guess. are doing now where all their dashboards are all LCDs?
1: That's what I was trying – I mean, that, that's what they were trying to show, I think, a little bit, was, like, this is what the new dashboard and everything's going to look like. Go ahead and sit in there. It's
0: crazy. Whatever.
1: One of the BMW – I think it was an i8. They had it inside the event. There was a long line for this, so I 100% wasn't waiting. But you put on the – I think it was the Microsoft Surface with it, which I don't know why you would have this on while you're driving, but maybe in the future we'll be doing that. Hmm. And you're getting – all sorts of extra information, um, at least, but it's just still just a prototype, so I don't know. You weren't driving down the street, so I don't know what they were showing to you. They're just blasting stuff in your face on what it might look like. Wow. I don't know what you would be wanting to see, though, also.
0: What well, just seems like whatever, you know, whatever possibilities they have now, it's, you, you, you just try to extrapolate. You try to add up the steps between now and five to ten years from now. It's going to be really weird. Did you see the DARPA, one of the DARPA announcements? We're talking about all the different... Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't an announcement. um, It was uh, an interview they did with one of the guys. I I tweeted it, so you could find it on my Twitter timeline. But they're essentially saying the new uh, inventions over the next uh, 12 months are just going to blow people's minds. So apparently they're working on some really heavy-duty stuff when it comes to neural implants. Things along those lines, I, I think he was mentioning. <clears throat> this is uh, DARPA's biotech chief says 2017 will blow our minds, air quotes. The Pentagon, Pentagon's research and development division, the creative force behind the Internet and GPS, retooled itself three years ago to create a new office dedicated to unraveling biology's engineering secrets. The new Biological Technologies Office has a mission to harness the power of biological systems and design new defense technology. They're going to make Terminators. Right? Mm. Over the past year, with a budget of about $296 million, it has been exploring challenges including memory improvement, human machine symbiosis, and speeding up disease detection and response. Fuck, dude. Listen to what that says. Human. Machine symbiosis. They're making a fucking terminator. They're gonna make a terminator. A hundred percent. If someone comes along and one of the first pieces of artificial intelligence is a soldier, a machine soldier that makes no mistakes, feels no emotion, does everything it's told, can send back data in 4K in real time, and you watch on a screen through its eyes and tell it what to do, and it's invincible. What
1: Of course they're going to build that. Why wouldn't we just send those to Mars?
0: We would, probably. But people want to go to Mars because they want (laughs) to be the first. You know, I'm here. We're doing yoga on Mars. We're we're all amazing.
1: Like I saw a couple of those, uh, you know, they're not brand new, but like uh, robot assistance, essentially where it's like a a laptop or an iPad screen that's attached to a droid or a little robot, and there's someone – on there talking to answer questions or whatever, and they can control it, moving around the room. Have you oh, ever wow. seen those? No. Uh, I walked. I kind of just walked by, and I thought it was funny because there was three of them people were talking to, and there's just one guy, no one was talking to, and he just looked bored, <laughs> <laughs> just like moving around, like someone talking, like someone talked to me.
0: What was the most impressive thing for you at the event?
1: Man. Honestly, that I'd have to. It was weird. Probably just because I was looking for it, but that camera, that 3D stereoscopic camera, yeah, 360 camera. But again, I'm not sure if what I was seeing was the rendered video, because that's specifically what I kept asking to see when I would walk up to one of these guys. I didn't want to. I don't. I don't want to be pitched. I just want to see what your rendered video looks like. Right. What is it? The output. Most of what I was seeing wasn't great or didn't look better than what's currently on the market, except for that. And then a couple didn't even do audio or you couldn't mix audio into it. And for our purpose, which is I was looking for it to help here in the future, I was trying to knock that out. Um, <clears throat> there were a couple of car things, mostly just the BMW uh, 750, the, the, the coolest one. They were showing those off there. And they're also doing test drives of like M6s and I think some of the self-driving cars maybe.
0: I think the 750 drives itself too. I think that's the big one that does. But I, th- I believe it makes you put your hand on the wheel but it'll drive, I, which is even freakier. Like, okay. imagine it's driving uh-huh. for you. But the idea is, like, if yeah. it fucks up, like, what am I doing then? Why is my hands here?
1: I didn't see <laughs> it. I didn't uh, take it on a test drive myself, but they had one sitting out that you could, like, get in and just kind of, like, sit in and whatnot with mm-hmm. all the extra screens everywhere. But the back seat, which probably is, I don't, I probably just didn't know this. It's basically like a first class luxury seat like they had you could lift your feet up stick them on the back of the seat there was a place for them they have massaging yeah it was insane
0: yeah they give you a back rub
1: (laughs) speaking of massage i don't know if it's a new hot technology right now or if some companies are very smart knowing people are walking around this event tired and need a massage but the lines for massage chairs at ces were insane
0: well think about this jamie you run all the time yeah I mean, how many miles a week do you run?
1: Oh, not. I haven't been doing it very often, but at my height, probably 30, but maybe 10. 10 a week 10, now? Yeah.
0: What's uh, going on with you now?
1: I just kind of weight training instead of running. Oh, getting yoked. Yeah. Young Jamie getting swole.
0: Yeah. My point is, you're a very fit guy, and you exercise on a regular basis. So for you to walk 25 miles, if that's a strain for you, imagine what it is for a bunch of these fatties. Yeah. No offense. No need to fat shame. You know what you are. No big deal. You know, I mean, it's it's got to be really fucking hard. If you're really poorly fed, you know, you're eating a bunch of shitty food and you're out of shape and you're overweight and you're walking around CES geeked out of your mind on caffeine. Yeah. It's probably a good start for the new year. If you could just keep that going. Yeah. Walk 10 miles a day every day. <laughs> you'll, you'll That weight will peel off you. Find a hill. Unless you live in Iowa or, you know, some flat spot. Find a fucking hill. Walk up hills. It's the hardest thing.
1: I got one right in front of my house. It's amazing. It's 200 yards uphill.
0: It's Take sick. a backpack. Throw some fucking sandbags in the backpack. Walk up that hill. And then get off the trail. Like, get off the trail and just walk up the hill. hill. Like, walk up the grass and the dirt so it slides and you have to correct yourself. It's one of the best workouts you could do. I, I was in pretty fucking good shape the first time I ever went hiking with uh, Steve Ranella when we went hunting. And just following him walking up hills. Did we die?
1: It's the second time it's happened. The, the video is still recording, but the stream is just kaputting.
0: <sighs> so if do you think it's um, the machine, or is it the connection with YouTube? We don't know. Did you find, speaking of which, did you find any new uh, streaming solutions? Because right now, for people who don't know, we're using a TriCaster setup, and it's okay. It's um, really good for the most part, but it has fucked us in the ass at least three or four times, yeah, pretty hard.
1: There, there wasn't a lot of stuff because it's, again, that was the consumer show. So right. there's not, consumers aren't really out here streaming four or five different devices at once and all that. But there, I did find a couple of things that were close uh, that, I don't know. There were upgrades of stuff we used to use like a couple of years ago.
0: Well, if you think about how many episodes we have, what are we on, like 880 episodes? 8,
1: 896.
0: Okay, there you go. How's how plus little all the IP fight attention, folks? and all that. Eight ninety-six. So think about that. Eight hundred and ninety-six fucking episodes and it's shit out how many times?
1: Uh even let's see and knock down to that. So we probably did four hundred or so on here, and it's probably right. shit out four or five times.
0: That's not good.
1: One one percent? That's not good. Yeah. It's not it very good. I mean it shouldn't at all. That's honestly,
0: way so. that's way too often. I mean, maybe we're fucked up. Maybe we did something wrong. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe our machine just got a weird bug to it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've reset it multiple times, and I have problems. I do the protocol of Hmm. update. Do you think it's just because it's
0: long-term? I mean, we're doing these for hours and hours at a time. It It heats up.
1: We're, we do stress the hell out of it.
0: Yeah, if you think about like what we do, and but you know what, my friend uh, Justin, I know when yeah. he's doing the action report, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, he was streaming for six hours yeah. at a time. I
1: can, yeah. I, I think every time I think that, I find another comparison. Of it. It's like, well, they do just about as long.
0: Justin, as I don't did. remember having any problems with his system. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we got a whack system, dude.
1: It could have been. We went, lemons happen with cars from time to time. <clears throat> there could have just been some component in here that was bad that we've gotten around working with that now it's just not going to work anymore
0: cars are another interesting thing along the same lines we were talking about earlier about technology is that it's reaching this point where like there's way too much car for like what you need like they're putting out these cars right like, right out of gm like they have this new camaro have you seen the camaro zl1 it, it it's insane i think it has five i don't know how many horsepower it has find out how many horsepower it has I think 650. Jesus Christ. And it's got a Corvette Z06 engine in it with a supercharger. Wow. It's what? an unbelievable car. Like this is it's a zero to 60, sub four second zero to 60 car. Massive, uh, all that, see that stuff in the front? That's all designed to like keep the body down, all those aerodynamic little flares and stuff. That's designed for downforce so that this thing can go fucking screaming up to, like, 200 miles an hour. It's crazy. You could just buy that in a store. I mean, you could go to the Chevy dealership and buy one of the most competent sports cars ever created. Like, that car, remember those Ferraris from a few years ago? Like, uh, 360 Modena or, uh, you know, the one after that 458, those beautiful Ferraris? Right. That fucking car will bury one of those things. I mean, into the dirt. Goodbye, suck my dick, kiss my ass. America, fuck yeah, screaming the entire time. (laughs) America, fuck yeah. And it's $65,000, $70,000. Yeah, that car is American muscle at its finest, plus technology. Because, you know, real American muscles kind of loose and crazy. Real America, like if you get like if you bought a real 1969 Mustang Mach 1, mm-hmm. I mean, they're a gorgeous car. I mean, it is a stunning piece of art. But if you had to drive it today, you would, uh, you would be terrified. You'd be thinking the entire time, like, oh my God, I'm driving a death machine. Like, they're so bad in comparison to. A brand new Mustang. Like if you bought a brand new Mustang GT, which I think you can get for thirty five thousand dollars, I think I think a new Mustang GT is like between thirty five and thirty nine thousand dollars, and they are way faster, handle way better than anything top of the line from you know the nineteen seventies. Yeah, how much does this cost?
1: One hundred thirty five.
0: That's crazy. It's a stunning car. That car is 420-something horsepower?
1: 435.
0: Yeah. 435. Crazy. That's a beast of a car for 35 grand. 16 miles a gallon, 25 on the highway. You see, like, what they've done by continuing to ramp up the specs, ramp up the little regular car that you buy from a dealership, is equivalent to, like, one of the best cars ever just 10 years ago or 20 years ago. So the, the technology is so ahead of its time that you go back to 97 and you look at the cars that were like the top of the food chain back in 97, like they, they don't even compare. They're just nothing like these things. And they're going to keep doing it. The only thing that like you, there was some cars from 97 that have uh, some attributes that people like, like um, those old Land Cruisers. If you bought a Land Cruiser from Toyota in, like, 97, you essentially got an off-road vehicle. They had two solid axles, solid front axle, solid rear axle. You could take those things and just drive up the side of a fucking mountain in it with the right tires. They were crazy beefy, like right out of the bat. And so people, to this day, they take those cars, and they jack them up and put bigger tires and wheels on them, and they put Corvette engines in them just because the configuration is so durable. Like, they they don't really make too many—I mean, there's only a few companies that'll make, like, a real—a car that you could actually take right now and just go drive—like a Jeep. A Jeep's a perfect example. You could take a Jeep kind of, like, right off the factory floor and drive to most places that most cars can't get to. Or at least drive to places that most cars can't get to. But when you want to get further and further into it, they start doing all these crazy modifications to these things and make them so that they could literally just drive through the woods— what are you looking up there, fella?
1: This uh I just remembered this badass supercar that I saw at CES. It was three D printed. Oh Jesus. It's called the Divergent. I think the company that makes it's called Divergent 3D, and this is called The Blade.
0: Oh, do you sit in the middle? Yeah. Like a total badass?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that needs I, to happen. I
1: think the whole entire thing is three D printed. Shut probably the down fuck to the tires. But.
0: That is just such a that's like the alien from um John Carpenter movie. Not John Carpenter. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott's alien. That's like he, if he drove a car. Like it was on his planet. Look at that thing. One seat.
1: Yeah, someone could probably sit behind you, too. I was trying to find the specs to see. I don't know. How weird. I wasn't sure, too, either, though, if it, like, was it a uh, car that can drive? If it's uh, Or if they're just also adding concept of showing, like, look, we can put these pieces out in 3D printing. Because I saw a 3D metal company. It's a company that was printing stuff in metal. It looks like it works, though.
0: These cars today, man, it's, it's it's really interesting because they're backed into this weird corner where how much better can they keep getting? And how long before they're all automated? Because it seems like just a matter of time. It seems like just a few years from now, they're all going to be automated. Yeah,
1: that's what everyone. That's what a lot of the companies were showing off their automation, like Mercedes, I think, Nissan, Toyota, even yeah. Nvidia, the the video game card company, was showing off. Uh, uh, I don't know exactly the their software, I think, or their hardware that was being put into cars to show you like how things are being read, like this is a car, this is a light, this is a person, yeah, just like how it's being recognized and whatnot. I mean, it's going to go um, – Mercedes was showing it, and I think BMW got into a car wreck, but I don't think it was their autonomous car that got wreck. Look at that fucking wreck.
0: thing. Look at that goddamn car.
1: And then Faraday. We're looking is,
0: at the uh, Camaro ZL1, folks, who are uh, just there listening. It goes. There's images of it online. You can go look at it.
1: Well, I had the Faraday.
0: What f- sure. So what's a Faraday? Because Fair- didn't um, Fisker have a new car too? They came back, right? The Fisker well, Karma. Seen, yeah, but I
1: don't know if they were showing this at the event.
0: So this is an electronic car? This what is is an is this?
1: electronic car that was being shown off there. Uh, they, they had a little issue with, like, their reverse while they were doing their demo. So, like, again, <laughs> one of the problems, it doesn't always – nothing goes perfect. I think they tried to announce this last year, and they had some bigger issues. So Did you ever see the back. Volvo
0: uh, ad? where the president of the company stands right in front of the Volvo and it hits and him, it hits him yeah. and sends him flying. It's like, we this has technology to avoid you know contact with humans, and it just fucking runs him over. He went flying. That guy probably broke his hip on that.
1: It's happened a few times when they've tried to do things. People would stand in front of it trying to show Chas off. Chaz
0: Bono's working fun. for this company?
1: <laughs> How dare I? Here's the car, though. Ooh. So they're going to... I don't. Know, I wouldn't know if they're going to oh, be. He's direct a dude, oh, he's a hologram?
0: That Oh, it's screen. a screen in the yeah. background. Wow. Like
1: this is going to be like a big uh, competitor to or another Tesla? car like a Tesla. Yeah. Wow. I, I think they're going to be on the market this year. If not dude. already, I think you can pre-order them now.
0: Not very good looking. Kind of boring. Super sexy looking. Which nope. is a problem. Kind of boring. Very sexy looking. Yeah. That's a problem. Ooh, I like how they have the gangster doors though. They have suicide doors in the back.
1: Yeah, a lot of them were doing suicide doors. The Volkswagen had a suicide door. The doors went up.
0: Look at how the door shuts itself, too. How about you save fucking battery power and let me shut the door? What is that? Everybody wants to be, like, a spaceman. Door shut. Sh- shutting. <laughs> shutting, Dave. Yeah,
1: how? I guess we could.
0: Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look good. You guys had all this time to design this thing? You spent all this money? And you made a fucking Lexus mom car.
1: Well, that hap- I wanted to, like, sort of ask you that. I think that was one question. So, like, you know when they do a car show, mm-hmm. they'll show, let's say that they're going to do one this year, they'll show a car for, for 2020, and it's going to look super high concept. By the time it comes out, it won't look that way.
0: Sometimes. That sometimes here, too. Yeah. Well, they, they, they smooth out edges and make things cheaper to build. And there's a lot of cars that start out in concept form, and then when they get ultimately delivered, they're disappointing. You know, come out with a bunch of different uh, things that they add to them that just turn out to be too expensive.
1: Is that what it is? They're just, they try? It's the same kind of idea? They're just trying something? Or? It depends
0: entirely on the car company, too. Like Toyota. Like, say if someone comes up with a, no, Toyota has, the most expensive car they sell is the Land Cruiser. That big four-wheel drive um, SUV. That's their most expensive car. It's pretty expensive. It's like, I think you get one, they're all loaded. You only get them one way. And they're like 90-something like 90,000. So if you're building something that's gonna get more upscale than that, then it becomes a, a bit of an issue, right? Doesn't that make sense?
1: Accidentally, I was looking for Toyota Supercars as this came up and the Toyota Supra might be coming out again. Yeah, but they're like, gonna. That's the one question, like, will it look like this when it yeah, comes
0: out? Yeah, right, that's a perfect example. Like, That's a concept car. I think it'll probably look a lot like that because that looks awesome i mean if they wanted to make some money but like then all those angles and all that stuff like is it more expensive is it less expensive what you know what do we do about that wing how's it deploy is it mechanical how much does that cost you know what kind of brakes are we using which kind of, you know it, it it really it gets into this weird area when it comes to these cars but they also have to be stunning in terms of their ability because cars today are off the charts what you could buy from a Subaru WRX, just one of those little Subarus, mm-hmm. that is an insane little car, you know? And I don't think those are very expensive either. I think that's in, like, Mustang GT range, right? Where it's, like, in the 30s? Yeah, I think it's around
1: 32 to 35, I guess, I'm pretty sure.
0: Take that to 1970, and you will destroy any car on the road. There's nothing comes close to it. You would, They would think you were from another fucking planet. He you took that on a race car, race car track, you'd be just blowing people away. They'd be like, "What in the fuck?"
1: Are, are, is it just particular car companies, or are a lot of the newer cars getting harder to fix too, where they have to be fixed at a de- at the, by the dealer?
0: They yeah. all have to be fixed by the dealer. Everything is computer programmed now. They have minds, you know. The computer programmer, or the program rather, that's running the car runs a traction control system. The um, lane change system, you know, uh, uh, accident avoidance systems, Some of them hit the brakes for you. Some of them sh- alarms go off when you get close. So they've got sensors. They got cameras.
1: So getting your car fixed at a local, by a local guy somewhere, and not going to be. It's not happening thing. anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah that's going to be phased out. It's going to be all dealerships. It's going to be like getting a computer fixed. I mean, it's really going to be yeah. like a super high-tech computer with rubber and metal and all this jazz oh. that connects it to the ground
1: uh that mk market marquez brownley mark i don't know how you say his name actually but mkbhd on youtube he got a i don't know the dude has been a, here when yeah. we
0: yeah marquez i don't
1: think he got a full lemon but his he had a tesla issue so he just got a new tesla and his like drive train was locking up oh yeah he got it fixed and then he got it back and it got it locked up again
0: wrong dude to Same, fuck I over know, with right? a shitty car <laughs> <laughs> he should have fucking tested that <laughs> one first that cost you some money right yeah, That's that guy a, gives really good reviews mm-hmm. too. His um his online reviews of technology are one of my favorites. Him him and Lewis from Unbox Therapy yeah. are my they're two of my favorites. Yeah, man, the, those things are not perfect, but nothing electronic is is you know, what are you going to do? Somebody fucks up, somebody put it together wrong or some issues in the wiring who knows
1: that's part of why i'm not always super convinced when someone goes full like this is going to be uh, this is how it's going to be in the future is because we still even today with all this cool, the coolest shit we have there are still major major problems that haven't been fixed and we're i don't i don't see full fixes for them
0: like, which ones do you think like, can't like be the,
1: fixed? Tesla's, like, if they're going to be they'll, a full, They'll fix that. They'll fix that so? for oh, 100%. Okay.
0: Just stop and think about how clunky computers were just a few years ago. You know, just when uh, 1995, Windows 95 came along. Think about how clunky the operating system was, the blue screen of death. You know, I mean, computers were crap.
1: But this still happens all the time.
0: Right, but not nearly as much as it did then. Think about how many computers operate how many things all throughout your life. And how rarely they crash. If they crash 1% of the time, like the you know yeah. the, um, TriCaster, we get pissed. Yeah. Which we're spoiled little babies. Back then, when you had Windows 95, you had to back up things every 20 minutes. You could fucking you could crash at any moment. Yeah. You were sticking in floppy drives and backing up files and stuff. True. It's better. It's better now. It's going to be better soon. I mean, whatever the issues that they have with uh, Tesla cars, or maybe it's just one Tesla... That it just somebody be. fucked up. Maybe somebody just put a wire in that had a scratch, and who knows? Who the fuck knows? I don't know anything.
1: I don't know. I still feel like good. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a cynic, cynic, cynic view of it.
0: I've had, let me uh, tell you this, though. <clears throat> I've had two of those Lexus, those big Toyota Land Cruiser trucks, the mm-hmm. f- Lexus F5750, f, uh, LX5750. 5, no, 570. LX570. 570, that's what it is. The big-ass truck. They fucking never break. Like, nothing goes wrong with them. Ever. I mean, ever. Nothing goes wrong. They just, every morning, start it, drive it. Oh, it needs oil. Bring it to the place. They put the oil in. They check everything. Everything's great. See ya. Bye. No problems. I'll try my Range Rovers. There's a brand new Range Rover. It's got one headlight on. And fucking smoke's coming out of the hood. Like, what happened? Like, what? What is the difference between a car that's like a super reliable car company like toyota and a car company you know like like if you get a maserati you get a maserati because it's beautiful you don't get a maserati because you're planning on driving to the fucking moon and you need it to stay together it's not going to <laughs> it's just not it sounds awesome you start up but if you get that car you're getting it because it's sexy you're not getting it because it it's well designed
1: okay yeah i guess i don't know I, w- I want everything to be awesome. And yeah. I, w- I think I just w- it should have already happened sometimes. You're like
0: those like. kids in that Lego movie.
1: Everything is awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I didn't see it. Everything see is it. awesome. Dude, it's a cute movie. I saw it with my kids. My kids love the Lego movies. But I enjoyed it. Like, I genuinely enjoyed it. The I,
1: Lego movie was good. I just saw a commercial for the newer one. I think it's got uh, Batman. I all the know. Yeah, Brothers yeah, car- yeah. It looks okay. The Dude, car- they're, fun. Look okay. They're, really they're fun.
0: They're really well written. They're fun. I mean, you got to, you can't be waiting for things to be deep. Yeah. I'm tired of deep, Jamie. I'm really, really tired of it. I'm I'm less deep every year. (laughs) For real. Like, uh, something that Ron White said when he was on the podcast, keep lying and stay drunk. Like, (laughs) I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) Stay drunk and keep lying. (laughs) I mean, in some ways, the the, the best way to handle things is not go deep. Yeah. Like, the, the, the deeper you go. Like, I feel like we're clinging to simplicity with the last of our fingernails. That's what I think. And I think just sitting on your fucking back porch, smoking a cigar, drinking a glass of lemonade, I think that's a thing of the past in just a few decades. I think we're going to enter into some super bizarre world that's, like, DARPA's talking about symbiosis, human-computer symbiosis. I mean, people complain now that kids don't go outside; they're sit- sitting at home every day playing Xbox. Just imagine what it's going to be like when we get to these really intense augmented and virtual reality spaces. Hmm. Are you scared?
1: No, I just—I keep—I think of that stuff about kids all the time. I don't have one, so I can't—I uh, don't—I don't see the day to day their interactions and how they're different to mine. But I just compare. Because my generation, or I just turned 34, but I just I feel like I've just missed out on so many things. The year after I left high school, they all they got like tablet PCs for mm. everyone. It's like literally the year after I left, and like
0: you were the last. Yeah, it's good. To talk about you, maybe one day if you have kids. Yeah, my dad grew up. They didn't even have the tablet PCs in the class. The year after he got out, that's when they came in. Whoa.
1: But would I don't know how things would have been different had we had them because uh whatever we know we always a lot of people always look back like if i could go back to high school now with everything i know
0: oh yeah i'd I'd dominate kill everything you know you know what you would do you would you wouldn't be nervous that's why you would dominate true yeah but if some kid decided to kick your ass he'd still kick your ass that would be disturbing
1: but i didn't even mean it like on the whole on the whole thing like that i'm just going on specifically uh like a technology uh run like if you had if i just took all my computer knowledge i have now and had an iPad when I was in high school and we could communicate with everyone throughout the whole high school all day at any time we wanted to. Mm. Whereas like we had to write, and we were writing notes. I still have, I found a note from a girl in high school like not too long ago in like a, a, note. a, you know, a box. It's like it's a literal note.
0: Dear with, Jamie. Yeah, dumb shit. How and, I miss your touch.
1: Stupid questions of like, this is what's going Do you like me? Yes period. or no? So Check here. <laughs> but, like that, I they might write notes still today. That might still be a thing. It probably is. I don't want to be that oh, naive. Yeah. But like the purpose of it isn't there anymore.
0: Yeah, it's way more text messages than notes.
1: Yeah. So there's just, And then uh, FaceTiming people. We couldn't. That wasn't even a possibility. We had to literally. <clears throat> if I wanted to call. Like if I if, if I was in school with your kids, I'd be calling your house. Be like, hey, is so-and-so home? Can I talk to them? Mm. They go get them. And then we get to talk for 20 or 30 minutes maybe. Yeah, what so was the first
0: year where Skype came out, where people started
1: skyping? Probably within the last ten years. <sighs> I mean, there was easy, there was light video communication back then, but it was terrible. Well, if that's a one of
0: the things that Apple has nailed, having FaceTime in its operating system. So you just automatic it automatically works. You know, you don't have to download anything. You have to go get Skype. Like if you have an Android phone, do you have to download Skype, or does it come with your phone?
1: I I, I don't know, but I think that they have a thing too they have an
0: android thing too That just like it but what's fucked up is it doesn't communicate with the apple thing right like you have to get in like everybody's got to like come to well
1: there's new apps too i mean you can do it through you could do it through facebook now there's a new one that's blowing up right now called house party which you can have like eight people on and everyone can be having a video chat you know yeah but
0: that's an app that you have to download like should be just like a phone call it should be like yeah. phone to phone it should be phone to phone communication with android to apple it seems silly to me that they go proprietary on that apple's got a bunch of really sneaky ways to keep you around man that i is one of them facetime is another um uh what is it when they uh airdrop airdrop's mm-hmm. another one for images no compression <laughs> sends it through bluetooth it's amazing for videos and pictures and stuff i don't
1: I- to say it's a problem isn't the right word, but that they are like the uh, only record label, basically, right? A record distribution place. They control
0: a yeah. lot of it. That's yeah.
1: kind of crazy, too.
0: It is. Well, it's interesting, too, that a lot of musicians complain about that. Like, Apple is the biggest music company in the world now. They That's take 30% so of every
1: transaction. Do they really? I'm pretty sure.
0: Well. <clears throat> They win. <laughs> no, no, that's, a, that's
1: so like they definitely win. Everyone uh, wanted an answer. There is an answer. And it's like, well, now you're not necessarily happy with the answer. But yeah. you got one.
0: It's a v- very weird company in that regard. Because it's also like the loyalists, the Apple loyalists are so extreme. Like people who worship at the cult of Mac and Apple. Like I had a conversation with a dude who was sincerely bummed out that I started using a Windows computer. It's like so sad. He was really sad. It's Like, come on, dude fucking computer it's just a computer yeah just relax you know what i do on it? i type words i type words and i look at porn <laughs> and i read dig i read a few things it's not a lot of processing power going on here i'm not making videos it's nothing on it you know I, I just don't understand why everybody would get so attached to a company you know it's
1: a Brand loyal. It's, thing. Weird. it's
0: real weird. Brand, brand, brand loyalty is real weird. This is Chevy country. If you listen quietly, you'll hear Ford's rustin'.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> There's so many dorks like that. Like they have Calvin and Hobbes. Like he's uh, standing on the Chevy logo, pissing on the Ford logo. Imagine putting that on your car. Imagine being that fucking stupid. If you're listening to this and you have that on your card. don't change. Stay yourself, man. It's all right. Change if you want to, but don't worry about me. What else did you see there? Anything else worth um, uh, discussing? Let's see. How, many, how long much. were you there for one day?
1: Uh, I got there Fr- Friday and Saturday.
0: And when so did you Tuesdays. feel the stomach flu coming on? Wednesday night. Oh, dude. Yeah. Fuck, man.
1: But powered through. I was also kind of like wondering. I could have just been one of those 24-hour things where I was like, I feel like shit now. I right. could feel great tomorrow, so I just went ahead and went.
0: Was your stomach rumbling the whole deal? Not, no, not
1: the whole thing. I kind of just picked flew? up a cough and just felt weak and mm. worn down kind of thing.
0: Yeah, man. That makes you appreciate feeling healthy, doesn't it? Like when you're you're feeling a little shitty right now, right? Yeah, for sure. Not I'm 100%? Back, yeah. But you know that feeling where you're like, man, when I get healthy, I'm drinking fucking vegetable juice every day. I'm not fucking around anymore. I'm limiting myself to one glass of wine. <laughs> no sugar, no this, no that. I'm going to take my probiotics. I'm doing yoga twice a week. You start thinking of all the different ways you can keep yourself healthy.
1: And being in Vegas isn't the best place to think about that, too. You're like, it's the oh. worst.
0: It's the worst for your soul, too. Like your soul's tugged at the gambling. Come, take you a know.
1: chance, Jimmy. I wonder what take they'll do there, is Because smoking is uh, smoking weed... right so how do you think they might handle that there in the future
0: well they're gonna have to handle the extreme paranoia of a bunch of stoners going in there like dude i don't want (laughs) to lose all my money ah they're gonna go into those casinos they're gonna well i think if i was running a casino i would try to figure out a way to capitalize on the stoners the big money that they make apparently is those fucking huge disco places like Mm hakasan where they get those djs to come in yeah somebody was telling us who the fuck was telling us about this how much they get paid
1: was, it, was, Russell? was it
0: Russell? Was it Russell? It might have been Russell the other night because, you know, Russell hates those electronic DJs because he's into like old school hip hop DJ and he is a DJ. Um, but when you when you hear how much money people pay to get into those things, like some dudes are paying like 500 bucks each to get into those things. More than that. More than that. Yeah. How much more than that?
1: I feel like a table. Oh, if you but, want a table. But that's yeah. something that you still got to buy the bottle for a couple yeah, thousand yeah, yeah. and then pay per head to get in. Yeah. And girls get in for free, but guys definitely don't. Well, they
0: were saying at a certain point in time, even girls were had to pay 150 bucks. If
1: you go late, probably, yeah.
0: That's crazy money. I mean, that is just swarming money. And then there's all the alcohol money on top of that. Those are probably the biggest generators of income other than crazy gambling guys that just come in and blow their whole their whole wad.
1: So. $100 to buy a ticket right now for this weekend if you want to in. That's pretty ahead, though. but yeah, That's ahead of time. Yeah. 100 bucks. But they have open container laws. You're allowed to walk around all over Vegas drinking. You can buy it anywhere you want. You can walk around and drink right in front of a cop.
0: Well, here's an interesting thing, too. It's sort of an unspoken thing, but... Those Hakkasan places, all those places, there's booze flowing for sure, but there's also pills. A lot of those people are on MDMA. How many of those people? What percent? It's like if you could light people up, if a little thought light bulb popped up on their head when you looked down the dance floor at all the different people that are on MDMA, what is it, like 30%? If you had a guess. Man. 30% is being very reasonable. I,
1: know. I was going to go with at least 50, but I feel like that's even low.
0: Yeah. It's... It literally might be like 60% of the people are on ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you do you roll? Are you rolling? No, I don't roll. Whoa. Crazy. Why are you here? <laughs> so it's, if you're a casino, okay, and you know that all these people are on ecstasy, and you start counting all the, oh, 20 bucks pills, you start counting, we're missing out on a night in ecstasy sales. Who's selling the ecstasy? Who's the guy? Where's all that coming from? How's it getting in? Who's aware of this? They have to know. Do they have to know or does it all come from outside? Maybe it's all completely detached. Maybe they don't want to know. Maybe they know that they need the ecstasy in order to keep the business running. Because, like, I don't know. See, here's the thing. These rooms where people just get together and dance with a, a guy on a turntable that's just sort of pressing play and all this electronic music and lights. This is a recent human phenomenon. This didn't exist. 30, 40 years ago, people would—it was Saturday Night Fever. Stand alive, stand alive. Ah, 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 ah. I mean, they had disco balls. That was like the best light show you got. Oh, my God, the light goes off the ball. It's crazy. Now they have laser shows. The music is insane, you know. Confetti's getting shot through the air. These people have stage shows. The the strobes, like, look at this.
1: Where's this? I don't know, just, put, I don't know, random Vegas party. Dude, know. this
0: is insane. I mean, the just the visual splendor of it all. The the LED show or LCD, well, actually LED, right? Yeah. Light emitting diode displays. It's crazy. I mean, it's beautiful to look at, and all these people have glow sticks. Like that, when you see glow sticks, those people are on ecstasy. Those people are fucked up. A lot of them. Like a good percentage. Like this, look at the size of that place. That's a
1: big concert they do in the, in the summer called Electronic Daisy Carnival.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: But this is also in the middle of the summer when it's, I don't know, 150 degrees out there. So um, How many people
0: are just dropping dead?
1: Sweating their dicks off. They
0: just cart them off and throw them
1: in a hole in the desert. But then, and this, is, this whole wall is like a big LED show. Wow. So, like, I I don't know if you're not what what you're enjoying on there if you're not on MDMA or doing. Yeah, you would
0: still enjoy it. We would, if we were high, we would enjoy the shit out of that. You go and uh, smoke a bunch of weed and go and stand there.
1: Do you think people would pay the same prices they pay for alcohol? They'd pay those for weed if they could smoke them in there. The problem
0: with smoking in there is assholes would light people on fire. You know, I don't know if they would do it at this place rarely would you find I mean, you can even in a group full of peace-minded hippies you're going to find one or two dick wads that wants to light someone's hair on fire you know by like dropping ashes on their hair or something like that
1: so you can't really do it in that kind of environment
0: well so. when you when people are closed in together like smoking's fucking dangerous M- not that dangerous you know you're like you're thinking about burns to your face or i mean haven't you been burned by people yeah, yeah, we all have. Like, accidentally their cherry drops on you, and you're like, what the fuck? And, like, your hand's on fire. You don't know why. It's because some drunk is hovering over you with their cigarette while they're talking, and it just drops on you. That happens. I mean, that's a minor thing. I mean, anytime you get a giant group of people together like that, though, you run risks. If they could give away pot, see... <sighs> The problem with selling it, even if you're selling it, is you're going to be responsible for all these people having heart attacks. Yeah. If you give them edibles, like, give them that goddamn spray that Joey Diaz <laughs> just pumps in his mouth like it's nothing. This stuff is so powerful. It's so powerful. Like, it's psychedelic. It's very, it's very much like acid in a lot of ways. When you get a high dose of the, uh, the uh, THC sprays, and so if you were doing this experience on that, I mean, if you could keep it together, it would be wonderful. But a lot of people are going to get super paranoid and freak out and have panic attacks, and so you don't, you're not going to want to sell them edibles. It's like it's too strong for most folks. They, you know, especially people that don't regularly dabble in it, they won't know how much to take. It's not like booze. Like if someone gives you a shot, you take a shot. You're like, holy shit! Like you feel it pretty quick, right? Someone gives you a couple shots, you're like, oh geez, I got to stop, I got to settle down, or you go crazy. But you know what a shot does, like. A couple sprays of this. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen? You don't know. You're taking a chance. Hey, eat this cookie. Okay. You don't know. You're taking a chance. A cookie might be like a shot, or it might be like a whole bottle of vodka. You know, it might be so much of a hit that you're paralyzed, and you just want to lay in a fetal position on the ground. So anytime you get a giant group of people like this, alcohol is like the safest bet if you want to sell it to them. Everybody knows how to deal with alcohol. Whether they deal with it poorly or not. You kind of know the numbers, you know. Oh, I had five beers, dude. Don't drive. You're fucked up, you know. Oh, I had one shot. Well, you're three hundred fifty pounds. You probably barely feel it. You know what I mean? Like we all know what the the tolerances are. It's pretty it's pretty universally acknowledged. I'd love that a place like this exists, though, man. That these kids can get together and just go fucking bananas. Because mm-hmm. you can make some life decisions in these kind of rooms. You can decide where you're gonna, how you're gonna live your life, for real. Because if you work every day like Joe Smith on that fucking construction site and you show up even with your gold WBC belt and every day is hammering nails and picking up wood and thinking of the time you have off, sometimes you can go to a place like this and you just experience joy and laughter and fun and partying and you start to think about your job job, your real job, and you start to dread it you start to really dread it you start to really get sick and you start to think about all these people that are putting on these electronic carnivals why can't i do that or you think about something else you do i got to make a living making furniture i love making furniture i fucking love designing it i've got to figure out a way to open up a shop and then maybe something like this just these these moments when you're away from the grind and you're just in this fantasy land and you hear And everyone's on ecstasy and people are walking by touching everybody's chest and everybody's laughing. And you just realize like, this is a this is all temporary. This whole experience is temporary. And I'm wasting so much of my temporary time doing bullshit that I don't want to do. And everybody tells you, well, well, I want you to take over the family plumbing business. I don't wanna plumb. I don't wanna clean out anybody's broken shitter. I wanna make those LED lights that, that turn into <laughs> floating mushrooms. I want to make those. Somebody has to make that. That's a job. I have to figure out how to get that job. That would be the shit. I mean, all these people that we have to rely on, that we keep, that you, you know, go to CES every year, all those people that you have to rely on, like, all those people pretty much had to take a chance. All of them. Pretty much everybody that's doing any of those things where they're putting out these new technologies and showing all this new inventions, all of them had to be like disenfranchised or disenchanted with something, and just I gotta take a chance. This is what I want to do, and then this is what I'm gonna pursue. What else did you find there? Anything
1: else? Because
0: we gotta wrap this up soon. I think
1: that was honestly, I didn't see tons of stuff that was blowing my mind this year. I saw a couple cool things.
0: What was the phone?
1: Oh, the phone. Yeah. So the interesting thing about it, I'll try to. I even had a little bit of my. Who made it?
0: Uh, Huawei. Huawei. Yeah. What's Huawei? I, um, What's uh is it an Android phone?
1: No. It, yeah, it does run an Android thing. That's it right there? Yeah. Um, Huawei.
0: Who makes uh Huawei?
1: That's the company. The Wha- phone was called like a Mate Mate 9, I think. It's the uh, the model of their phone. Um I was asking this guy a question about it because it what it does is it has a really good um lens on it or two lenses actually and so it's doing this thing called aperture and i forget what it was actually calling that so i'm hitting this button here and trying to see what it was going on so i was trying to figure out if it's actually doing lens blur which is what a lot of people are always after when they're taking pictures they want a really good blur mm. it makes your photo look good which is what that portrait mode in the new iphone is kind of all about right
0: so it keeps the foreground in focus and the background becomes blurry like right. a real camera so
1: i was just asking if it was actually doing it or if it was simulating it using software and what'd he say I, i'm pretty sure he was telling me that it was simulated using software that's why he was hitting that button mm. that's why i kept putting my hand in front of it to kind of like see what was going on
0: so the cool thing about the iphone is it uses hardware doing that right
1: yeah, it's it's using the 2 as far as I know. And then again, it could be doing some other stuff. It's not the same as me grabbing my DSLR camera and having a really good lens and finding right. the focus point and all that uh-huh. kind of thing. It's not the exact same as that.
0: So uh, when you, if you did that with a camera, you would be able to tell the difference in the quality of the image?
1: That's sort of what I was just going on. I was like, I kind of should, I would be able to tell, I feel like, just by looking at it, if it's real or not. It didn't hmm. look real to me. It could have just been a trick, and I might not have been, I might have just been looking at something I didn't think I was seeing. But, uh
0: what are these kids playing here? What's this 3D game? This
1: is uh, eSports. So this is the Intel booth. They're doing a uh, little bit of uh, this is what an eSports uh, game situation might look like in the future. Because this is going like there's a uh, TBS is broadcasting a lot of eSports. There's some other companies investing a lot in it.
0: How come they don't play those games on ergonomic chairs? Like uh, these, uh, these, these Ergo Depot chairs? These, these are. are. Those are ergonomic?
1: Sort of. They're they're like race car chairs.
0: Right. But race car chairs, you sit back. See, when you're playing a game, you lean forward, well, they, just no, like you use yeah. a computer.
1: Some, some people do. Most people, obviously, are leaning forward. But they also have extra pads mm. in them, so oh, you can okay. kind of, like, have your back in certain spots. But what, what's going on here is uh, on this screen above them, this is uh, their gameplay is being rendered above their heads so that you can be viewing this in 3D space. So if you had a VR headset on, too, you'll be viewing these situations all differently in the future. It's kind of just was like a concept I'm pretty sure they were showing.
0: Dude, these chairs we use are so good. I look at other, everybody sitting in other chairs. I'm like, you poor bitch. These these ergonomic Capisco chairs. Um, do those still have haptic feedback or sound that come out of them?
1: That no, those chairs don't really air anything. They're anything still doing that like window
0: that. thing, huh? Where they have the window on the side of the computer yeah, where you look in.
1: <laughs> that one I was trying to show here has some e-ink display going on, which you can't. You could can see it moving a little bit.
0: Oh whoa! Oh that's dope. So it just looks cool.
1: Yeah, it just looks cool.
0: Yeah, well they've by having all these different companies making PCs, they open themselves up uh, to so much weird innovation. This
1: is one real cool thing, and again, this is one of those things I'm not sure if this is real or not. This is called the Tiny most camera. What they're saying this camera does, it's made specifically for shooting outdoor astronomy photos. It's got Google the Google Star Maps built into it. And the reason I don't, I'm don't, i not sure on this is because I've tried personally to take photos of stars and the moon and different things in the sky at night. It's, A, really hard to do. And, like, for, for one, if you're trying to take a picture of what they have down here, which would be, like, the galaxy where you can see the different gases and whatnot, you have to leave your aperture open for a long time, a couple seconds, and let the light get in there. Opposite of that, if you're trying to take a picture of the moon and get detailed picture of the moon, you got to go really quick because there's so much light coming off of it you have to get it's just a snap second right you have to have really good lens and whatnot. This camera is good for both and it's about the same size as a point and shoot camera, and it says that they're allowing you to take all the and I don't know exactly how because I couldn't take this outside myself and play with it.
0: What did they say when you asked him to describe how it works
1: i I didn't ask I heard this guy giving a description to somebody else. They didn't really give a great, this is all the data and this is how everything is, uh, this is how it actually works. They have some, uh, They have a software which says there's like a patent pending on some noise reduction um, huh. filters, which it would be reducing noise on your photo in sort of post after the fact, which I don't know if that's if it's tricking it or if it's just removing some of the data from your picture to make it look like a better picture. But it was being advertised on lots of different outlets as this is so – maybe they actually got hands-on and I didn't, and they mm. got to see it, that it was proven. So
0: Well, it would be really interesting if it was true. If you could just point a camera up and take a picture of the galaxy, that would be the shit. Um, but you would have to have no light pollution, correct? I mean, it's not no way it would see through the light. You would have to go somewhere. Right. Oh, There's, my God. What is this thing?
1: So this is another, like, VR – this guy's flying around in this in space.
0: This is insane. You, we're looking at this guy leaning forward. He's got his uh, forearms and his hands connected to this uh, these two handles in the front and in the back. His feet are strapped into this thing, so he's kind of planking the whole time. It doesn't look like there's anything on his stomach. Is that correct, or is there something on his stomach?
1: I don't think so. So I think that's hard to kinda, do, yeah. man. It doesn't look. It didn't look like the most comfortable thing.
0: Yeah. See, he's leaning on his forearms and he's, he's steering himself with his own body weight. Well, that would be a fucking vicious workout, man.
1: But when you're flying, I don't think you'd be laying on something really either unless you were flying on, like, a carpet or, you know what I mean?
0: Well, he's still, like, it's, it's weird. like His body's not subject to gravity, but his stomach is. <laughs> his, his body's being pulled down. Man. So you'd have to, like, really develop your— I bet a lot of people are going to hurt their back on that because, like, you're going to do it— and you're going to strap yourself into that thing, and you're going to get to a point where you're too exhausted to keep planking.
1: What it says up here in the corner underneath their little banner, it says it's good for exercise. Fuck strengthening yeah, Strengthening your core and your upper body and all that.
0: Oh, dude, people are going to be bulletproof if they keep doing that. Like, if that be, that's going to be one of those dance dance revolution type things where people start doing it, and they, they get in shape because of it. Because, like, this looks really hard to Do you remember that thing that we had on the podcast that we reviewed that frog— you remember the frog? Brent, I believe Schaub was telling us about it. But it's a, uh, a weight thing that you do where you move your body forward and backward. Yes. It's like a—do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you actually move forward and backward with it. I think it's called the frog. But it looks remarkably similar to that thing. So imagine if you have a game where you put virtual reality headsets on— and you do that frog workout thing, mm, can't mind it. you can't find it? Give it a try. I,
1: I typed in frog, and it's just giving me pictures of frogs lifting weights and
0: stuff. <laughs> what, what about frog weightlifting equipment? Right. The frog. The bullfrog? No. Is that it? What it is, folks, is you know that the way a frog looks when it's moving across water? when uh, it has those uh, kicks with its back legs and its forelegs, and they come together, and then they go apart. Frog Fitness, there it is. And this thing is this weird, it's got wheels in the front and wheels on the back, and you connect your feet to the base of it and your upper body to the front of it. Scooch ahead so we can see these guys doing this. Hey, look, I got a football. But it's a serious piece of workout. See, here you, you see this guy moving with this thing back and forth and back and forth. And uh, I think you can change the resistance in those cables. You can make it more difficult to do. And apparently it gets you in sick shape. I've heard a lot of people talking about this thing, saying it's a tremendous piece of uh, strength and conditioning equipment. probably open. Uh... Yeah, it's 130. Yeah. All right, we'll bring in Hunter Motz. That'll be a podcast too. But imagine doing this with, like, handles, virtual reality, and you're doing a game. I mean, these guys are crawling along with this thing. Imagine if you're doing this, but you you think you're flying in a spaceship, you know, and you're shooting shit.
1: We just need to get virtual reality into bigger spaces so we can be moving around and be playing with each other. I think that's a big, big gap we need still too to be fixed.
0: Yeah, football fields. Yeah, virtual reality on football yeah. fields.
1: We well, also don't want to be. We need to not buy, like if we both have on headsets, I don't want to bump into you. Yes, that's so big. We got to figure that. Yeah, next step too.
0: Interesting stuff, young Jamie. All right, we'll be right back with Hunter Motts.